0: Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video
1: Games.
2: Jim Ryan is out. How should we celebrate? Uh,
3: subs? Chris Wolfhard.
1: I love tolerating you.
3: And Dr. Agro. Many people lost their jobs this week. Guess which one I'm not sad about. Here on Gigaboots.
2: I assume your empathy is completely universal.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, like, like statistically, it's mostly totally almost all the way for all of them. Wow, that's crazy. It it, it is within the margin of error. The number of people I am not sad about having lost their jobs. (laughs) Hello,
2: everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 241. Jim Ryan's out. So <laughs> over. Is, yeah, that that was like. Every every person associated with us, if they were streaming, just people rushing in like the Agent Smith fight, the burly brawl. Right. People for hours just like, did you know?
1: Morpheus is fighting Neo. <laughs> right?
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Now, the only sad part about Jim Ryan being out is we now have to consider is we've spoken so many times that like. sony where what are the what games are coming out after spider-man 2 we literally don't know any
2: Uh uh-huh
1: they're not what if the what if they were just all those service things that are fucked there are no (laughs) games we're gonna have like an xbox tier three years while they desperately try and scab together games
2: we have to wonder if that's what's been happening behind the scenes that led to jim finally getting retired (laughs) right Um, because that one thing's for sure, none of those games as a service game sounds like, sound like they're doing great. Right. Uh, that it's just news after news after news of Bungie
4: told us to kill them all. <laughs> right? And every time we hear about them, it, it's like, it's not ready. We can't show it. We made a CG trailer and instead of actually showing you what the game was. That's a better end, uh-huh. right? That's the optimum yeah, outcome so far for these
2: games as a service games. Uh, the... The fucking the one with the Call of Duty guy sounds like it's fucking
5: dead.
3: Yep. Can't wait to see the two and a half of these games they ship out of the total lineup.
4: Yeah, like what do they announce? Like eight? We ship
2: 25% of them. And it's like, so are they gonna succeed? And they're like, no.
5: no. <laughs> Whoa.
2: Um but that's news. We don't do news first. No. But it was so good we had to. It was like, are we really going to sit here for the next hour and not touch this delicious cake that's sitting in the room? There was no way. There was no way we were going to do that, so. At least we didn't jump ahead on the other news. Uh, For people who don't know, somehow, let me go ahead and tell you what the last week has been like for Bob and myself. You know, sometimes Bob and I come in here and we talk about a couple games, maybe a few it's usually a lot. But uh, last Friday, we were like, we're going to go live with a 13th anniversary stream. And we've done those before, but they were var- very moderate, very casual. And uh, this time was different. This time we were like, well, we want to leave Florida. And it would really help us out uh, enormously if we did some sort of fun do a thon to go with that. Right. And then chat cast a spell and trapped us in the hour 92 forever. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, Some say it's even hour 92 still. Close. Um, <laughs> there,
2: for people who've never experienced the Donathon before, the idea is bits, uh, donations, and subs all go towards making the timer go up. Um, so when we started this last Friday, uh, we had a very low-hanging goal in, the, the, in retrospect. Uh, and Tosh was like, man, I sure hope Chat gets to order you that pizza And I'm like, I'm going to feel really bad if Tosh doesn't get to see this nightmare now that I've eaten it. No, Um, but (laughs) I was I was I was like, hopefully we can hit that. And um, yeah, everyone knocked it out of the park and trapped us in in the infinite hour. Eighty nine to ninety two for the entire last week. So we've been live every day playing different games of different qualities Mm -hmm. of different eras. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go chronologically. And reminder, the VODs for all of these are up over on our VOD archive, which I believe is (laughs) gigavods.com. That should bring you directly to it. Uh, Except for Spec Ops, because a Jimi Hendrix song plays for 20 seconds on the title screen. Thanks. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, Let's get to it, though. Bob and I played Mighty Number 9. Except for this time it was 99% Bob playing Mighty Number no.
4: 9. Yes. Any um epiphanies on this playthrough? No, it's still Mighty Number 9. There's it's not getting any better or worse. You sure
2: it didn't like improve in some way? Uh You know, hindsight's 2020, 20, maybe the game was good actually. It definitely wasn't that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um that was a thing. Uh, and then people started hitting goals immediately. Uh, the mighty number no. nine one actually was our first goal. It was for a hundred.
5: Uh-huh. So
2: we got to play three races in Mario Kart before we had to play Mario Kart 64 specifically before we had to play mighty number no. nine, but we beat that. And then we moved on to super cream 64. That game's awesome. I didn't stream it the first time I played it and I played it so many versions ago. Everything has been ramped up. There's so much new content in there, entirely new levels and things and a billion costumes yeah like Uh,
4: 64 costumes i think yeah
2: yeah more than actually (laughs) uh absolutely nuts i love that fucking mod for people who don't know what it is it inserts cream the rabbit into mario 64 giving her unreasonable scales of power She is able to do uh, a side jump into a wall, jump off and then start flying, slam into the wall, and then jump off and start flying and then slam into the wall and jump. Up. So, you know, some stars, if you're a Mario 64 savant,
1: you can get in seven seconds. Yeah, it's so That's good. Most of them. Right. It's delightful. I, me, like me, who has never gotten 120 stars in base Mario 64 ever. Oh, wow. Got 120 stars in this before the before the cheat to let you just get the hundred <laughs> coin stars was in. Yeah, that. in like in like less than four hours. For anyone, like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it's uh, it's real good. Um, for anyone who's playing it and is wondering what the cheat is, it's Abazaza. So just type that in, and uh, you get you get it's, it. Gives you 99 coins. It goes. That's right. We're gonna cheat. <laughs> yes, which is fantastic
1: but it's it, it's pretty fun to go into rainbow ride and go i don't fucking have to stand on any of this moving shit <laughs> yeah fuck <laughs> who do you, do you think i am <laughs> and do you know who i am <laughs> i'm cream the fucking rabbit um and i think uh i think when i played i didn't even know that you can exit the long jump state to fly from that which would have made it even easier
2: yeah yeah it's- it's absolutely delightful. I fucking, I fucking love that mod. That is my favorite fan game slash mod for a game ever. Easily. It's not even close. I could probably sit here and gush about it for a very long time, but there's just so much love in it. And so many, so many outfits with custom sounds even. Oh, yeah. They like Dudley. Do when you beat the level <laughs> with Dudley. Oh, yeah. man. From Street Fighter 3 for people who aren't Dudley-pilled.
0: Um, absolutely incredible. Highly recommend We played Mortal Kombat one on the Switch. Why? Ooh. Why'd Ooh. they do this? I
1: don't oh know. Boy. They should get suited into
4: the ground. They should.
1: How did? How did nobody at NetherRealm look at this and go, "Guys, we're not putting this out." <laughs> they can't I afford to, WB forced them, right? Because the, the, WB can't eat the cost
2: of having a a developer make a really bad version of a game and just cancel it. Mm-hmm. Heavens, no. They have to release for 70 dollars the roughest last gen port since
4: mordor maybe it might it's probably worse than that who knows
1: right it does seem like i
4: am mordor
1: was fucking bad this seems as bad if not worse
2: yeah that's the impression i have too based on everything i've seen and heard about mordor it's completely insane (laughs)
4: <laughs> and they like they previously canceled project like this like the ps3 360 version of Mortal Kombat 10. 10. yeah they just would cancel it because obviously it wasn't going well right but this time was different i guess,
2: I guess. they wanted you to charge have...
1: 70 dollars hmm you could have sat on this and just released it on the switch too and done fine oh but yeah. now i now i feel like you've poisoned the well for this franchise on switch on nintendo forever yeah. Like you're you, just untrustworthy now.
2: Yeah, because I, I feel like to some extent people who enjoyed your game aren't even gonna give it a chance on the Switch 2, which obviously could run it much better right. than the Switch 1. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the issues, you know? We can't just sit right, here and be like course. it's a burning pile of trash and not explain that it's a fighting game with a frame rate that goes all the way from twenty to fifty. Uh, it f- physics on everything break sindel shaved yeah
4: like sindel's hair just <laughs> doesn't load in it, it only appears when you
2: specifically needed to do a move else why she is shaved
5: yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is dire over here I had various calling characters come in without the back of their head yeah yeah the cameo
2: dudes just jump into the back of their heads and this thing so it's a face floating in space yeah
1: Eyelids sometimes wouldn't work for characters, right? (laughs) Reptiles all smooth. (laughs) Yeah, he tries to change into his
2: lizard form, which apparently they don't load any of before you do that move, right? So he looks like a weird gelatinous balloon animal (laughs) version of himself. It's so, it's so, it's so unreal. You say that move; it's most of his move list. Yeah. As long as right. like, you don't move, use the moves that turn him into the reptilian form to do a swipe, right. it won't load it. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, he'll never use half his moveset. Mm-hmm. We're good. That ain't happening. Uh, oh, my God. The list goes on and on. Yeah, um, a lot of times
4: weapons, will like, they're supposed to hold it. It's just shoved randomly in the environment. Yeah. Like, it doesn't actually attach to their hand.
2: Yeah, it was like <laughs> like several feet away from a character. I can't remember which one. At one point, we're just watching it float through the air, and we're like, "Oh no, it's his telekinesis!" Yeah, Shao, Shao
4: Khan's God. axe, I believe, just floating next to him.
5: <laughs>
2: like, um, this is on top of intensely bad playing back cutscenes that look absolutely terrible because they took the PS5 version or the, the the Series X version and pre like rendered it on that in real time encoded it to worse than a like 720p youtube video quality and then that's what we have to watch for the entire story of the game until it loads the real assets which means you get flashbanged with reptile whose eyelids don't work <laughs> and smoke who like looked okay before that and now just none of it none of it looks right at all at any point um It'll try to load the next gameplay segment during the cutscene and it will just not be able to play back the video well. It'll start screen tearing and sputtering and
4: Yeah, and that's like most of the time it's playing the cutscenes. Yeah. Like it's trying to load the access behind the scenes and it just completely is making the cutscene almost unwatchable. Yeah. It gets bad.
2: It gets real bad. Um this version should not exist. The ending segment, uh and I'm I'm not gonna go into it plot wise what it is, but uh we're gonna go ahead and Uh, The ending segment is a series of fights that are supposed to be cool as a smooth movement through a cool location happens and all hell breaks loose.
4: All right. It can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, so between every fight, there's like a solid minute of loading. Yeah, it's dire. (laughs) So we're
2: sitting up here having to imagine how cool this is on PS5 as we're just dealing with we had had a 20-second fight. And then over a minute of loading, right? And then a twenty-second fight, a funny cutscene, and then over a minute of loading.
4: It really couldn't have been worse. I don't think like this port could not have been any worse. I
2: mean, we did we did actually soft lock on the playthrough. Yeah, we did have a full. It crash. just infinitely loaded. Mm-hmm. Just it didn't even freeze fully on the load screen. I don't think it just stayed there literally forever.
4: Yeah, yeah. We gave it like. Five or ten minutes of just loading and it just couldn't. And the whole time you play shoot you feel like it's about to do that. Oh like, yeah! Like every single time a fight starts, you think it's going to crash. Because once again, the frame rate is twenty to fifty. Mm-hmm. It, you can throw a
2: fireball and it'll hitch so bad. You're you're just in your brain. You're like, this is it. This is where it ends.
4: <laughs> I, I guess there's also the the sages look hideous too. It's not just the characters. Oh, yeah. The pages also don't load in most assets and have, and, and if there's a person standing in the back, it's just a still person now, and, no animation.
2: Well, except for the very first of the game, it's like they wanted that one to look good. The oh, yeah. the, the, the restaurant, <laughs> yes. they tried on that. None of the rest of it is remotely up to that caliber. No. Um, And that's actually an understatement even because hideous is one thing. This thing has fucking the lines for the texture seams. Visible yeah. everywhere uh-huh. across countless levels where you're just like, wow, that's cool. The 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 living forest has like cool like spreadsheet lines yeah, through it. <laughs> there's a grid etched into the ground. Uh man, it's it's totally crazy because the characters don't look good, but the environments look worse mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And it's funny too, because you can tell they conceptualize these levels around the PS5 fidelity. I guess I'll stop playing this because we're not talking about the ending anymore. Um they conceptualize these levels around the fidelity you could accomplish on the PS5. So when you see them, you in your head go, "Wow, that must look sick. This looks nothing like that looks I bet."
4: Right? Yeah, you you, you the whole game just makes you imagine because they picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's
2: It's it really is the worst it's been since Mordor, and I cannot imagine Mordor is this bad. Right? Maybe on average the frame Mordor- rate on Mordor is lower, but that's because that game was capped thirty to begin with.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Wasn't Mordor also like a long time
2: after? Uh, it was. If it's if it's if it's when Mordor launched, it would have been twenty fourteen, so it would have been one year in to the new consoles.
1: Okay, the last gen versions were only a month after. The next gen ones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: no wait. they were, they were closer to two, but yeah, I, I thought they were longer than that. So if I also feel like if there's a disconnect that also prepares the consumers to be like, maybe this isn't the same fucking game. Right. Yeah. Day and date. I, and you go <laughs> to the store and there's the MK 11 box for switch. And then one shelf over is the MK or MK one box for PS five. Your brain's going to get confused and, and you, you won't be smarter to think, why isn't there a box for PS4? I, I, when I went to
4: buy it at Walmart, the guy was baffled that there was a Switch version. He was like, it's on there? That really? seems wrong. Right? Like, no one would and, believe it because and, it really shouldn't be.
2: And the part that should be, like, able to be encountered with phys- illegal retribution. Mm-hmm. Is the part where their trailer is using footage from the PC version on Nintendo's channel. Oh, yeah. It like, has Steam mm. achievements pop up. Oh, my God. It has the leaderboard image
4: that is for Steam. Yeah. And apparently, the Switch uh, port of 11 is fine. It's okay. Yeah. Like it, 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 Compared it all to this,
2: it's very serviceable, <laughs> as I understand it. So you could reasonably walk into this thinking they put that effort in again. Mm-hmm. But hell no. This is, this is nowhere near a serviceable game. This is unreal to sell at all, let alone at 70. When we finished our playthrough, we looked it up. Because, of course, as Bob just said, we bought it from Walmart. So that way we have a physical cartridge. Right. That says Mortal Combat. What on it. A thing you know can't be real. <laughs> That's a Switch cartridge. And yet it says it contains a PS5 game. <laughs> this is like Final Fantasy VII for NES. <laughs> <laughs> but we we bought it so that way we could trade it in mm-hmm. we look on gamestop and they're like uh what game <laughs> you can't trade that game in and we're just like
4: what the fuck do you mean there's no value but yeah that was for every every version every of version one. yeah so i need to, you actually just to go to the store column i guess and maybe <laughs> they'll tell you you
2: have to trap the employee with you right in the moment Be like, I'm going to trade this in. How much will you give me? Which, of course, implies... No, it's forbidden. (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. Please. The headmaster will kill me. (laughs) God, can you imagine Reggie comes to GameStop and he's like, we're going to have fun names for all the management tiers now.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I think that the best one should be called Grand Wizard. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Reggie, is that what you think? <laughs> I'm not too sure about that, sir. And then he folds you into a chair You're... and then throws you out a
1: window. Do you ever get, do you ever think and get pissed about how fucking nerdy the, the clan's titles are? Like, fuck you, how dare you terrorize people <laughs> and you run around going, I'm a clan wizard, fuck
3: you. <laughs> right, like, we're here to protect good, clean, Christian America. Now I need everyone to call me Grand Wizard. (laughs) What the fuck, my guy? Their their fucking couriers were called
1: Nighthawks. Go fuck yourself. (sighs) That's so
2: fucking terrible.
1: I'm an Imperial Clabby. Fuck off.
2: (laughs) But yeah, do not buy Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. That is not an okay game. Can we say...
1: Can we say one more thing about the game story? Sure. I'm like, gonna
2: push the the There we go. We're good.
1: It it it's bizarre how obvious it is that it was two stories unrelated that they decided to merge together in a way that really doesn't
4: Yeah really, mesh at all. It it kind of takes all the wind out of the new timeline for what they did. Because like, of it, what they did. Like,
5: mm-hmm.
1: It's like 60% is a completely fucking normal Mortal Kombat story. And you're like, oh, some of these, some of these changes are neat. They made uh God, what is her name? Ashran? Yeah. That's
2: oh. about right. Ashrak?
1: Like they made I don't know. Like they made they made her pretty good. They they gave Reptile something finally. They they made Baraka something other than evil cannibal man. Mm-hmm. Um And then and then it's just like let us tell you about timelines.
4: Yeah, and it, to do an, that, and, they completely drop everything they were building up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it legitimately feels like it was something they decided after a lot of the story had been done. Like Ed Boon Ed Boone saw fucking uh, multiverse of madness, and it's like <laughs> this is what the story is about now. And then at the end, every character is just a fusion of two other characters. It's like, I'm going to go to the timeline where Melina is Sub-Zero and they're called Coldjaw.
2: That's funny I'm as hell, though.
1: It's so lame. It's fucking incredible. I think
2: that's what, like, personally, I'd prefer they not do any of the timeline stuff. It should have just been a new story. Uh-huh. But if they're going to do it, that that's the only part of it that's redeemable. That's the only part because they have this whole thing of like, they had a term for it, right? The, the elder, uh, the Titans. Yeah. The, the whole thing with Titans. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. Get out of here. That's so dumb. And then it's like, oh, Titans, they must be really, and then you see them fight and it's like, oh, that's like, that's like normal. <laughs> what? What?
1: Well, it, it's, it, it must be normal because you beat them up in the last game. Because fucking Chronica was a mm-hmm. Titan. Oh, and then they make the spoilers for the fucking teaser for the next Mortal Kombat story. They set up like the Titan version of Havoc. Yeah, and that. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, who the fuck cares about
4: Havoc? I, I, all I can assume is that they will have to not do that. <laughs> is so dire of like who would
1: possibly want that
4: yeah I don't know
2: what yeah, yeah
1: it's gonna that. have to, it's gonna have to like open on Havoc's corpse and then the guy who is the actual villain is there yeah, yeah. maybe it's
4: what, like a teaser for the DLC kind of like they did with the last probably game. but even that's not good for a DLC no but I'm saying the DLC's actual trailer shows that shows what Chris said
2: however. oh okay okay <laughs> Yeah, what they put up there is the least compelling sequel to you as possible.
1: Yeah. God. Uh, some, some of the scenes in that story made me insane. It's like, <laughs> just because they were so fucking goofy, like they were operating at sub Power Rangers level. Uh huh. Where, like, oh no, the bad guys are shooting our big hourglass with their lasers. Well, we'll shoot fixing lasers at it also and have an indirect power clash?
4: (laughs) Yeah, all of... Everything once they introduce the timeline stuff is incredibly bad. (laughs) Like, laughably bad writing like
1: that. The only retaining quality was that you guys picked Smoke to save the gay, <laughs> Yeah. who just who just looks like a creative character.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like the the fidelity of that version of the game really enhanced that. And the fact that Smoke disassociates during important parts of the story
1: really enhanced that. It's just like you know, there a, gonna, is there even a chapter where you play as Smoke?
2: no there was a tiny part of one chapter where you played as him like once wasn't no. there you not even one smoke. fight nope. i thought not, we did
4: one not at all i was very upset because they even set him up to be like one of <laughs> he's the main in three- the story he did the story he's one of the main three ninjas
1: he's yeah. like sub-zero and scorpion's brother yeah yeah so that really ele- elevates that power <laughs> also when they have like okay we're gonna have like two points here where a character will say the character you picked's name yes So, so good Titan uh, Chang Soong, who should not exist by the rules they set up earlier in the story, but he does for this scene. It's like, (laughs) look out, smoke, and then gets eviscerated. (laughs) That was so good.
2: (laughs) Seriously, though, if you're like, I don't want to watch that playthrough, fuck that. (laughs) Maybe just watch the ending, the half hour, because it's. It both highlights how bad that version is, is is in the funniest part of the entire playthrough. Yes. Because you're just watching these terrible create a character, character all Ks, of course, create a character. Uh, combatants, also <laughs> K. Uh, just get mulched left and right. It's like, oh no, cold jaw. <laughs> yeah, they had hilarious names. I was cracking up constantly. What an insane ending. Also watching Shang Tsung get his rib cage ripped out of his ass backwards. Holy
5: shit. Yeah, it happened so
2: abruptly. That's good guy Shang Tsung. It's just like, Smoke, what? help! Is it like a story to- thing? Or- it's the very ending, yeah. It's- he- nice. literally they had to do it real-time because he says the name of whoever you chose. So we get low fidelity, real-time Shang Tsung good guy go, Smoke, help! And then the, the CC cutscene of him getting his engagement <laughs> through his ass.
3: Oh, Mortal Kombat never changes.
2: <laughs> it was It was
5: really good.
3: I enjoyed the ending, but uh man, I that didn't compensate for how
2: frustrating the timeline thing taking over the whole plot to be like, what if instead of telling a real story we told a multiverse one I'm like, you kinda you kinda are you. We got a new timeline.
4: Please just focus on that. No. The start of the last trilogy was this. Yeah, I. Th- I think it was really funny when they tar- they do like a good chunk of stuff with Baraka, <sighs> and then the the humans are like, "We're going back to our world," but Baraka should say. We know he wants to say.
5: <laughs> and, like,
4: and then he disappears from the story completely. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's just gone. He punched out. You can see him on the, in the living forest in the background just doing the fucking Looney Tunes, puts in card, punches out, it's hanging off a tree.
1: Man, it sucks they just turned Luke Kang into Raiden. Yeah. Like, he instantly yeah. fills the exact same slot of not being able to accomplish shit.
4: I actually called him Raiden like five different times. You did! Because he, he kept just doing Raiden things. Like, verbatim. Like, there was no... No life experience had changed
1: him at all. He just became Raiden.
2: It's a metaphor.
1: <laughs> I thought it was really funny that Reiko's in this game. They're like, what do we what do we do with him? Because Reiko's thing in the PSG games was like, is he Shao Kahn from the past? Is he Shao Kahn's son? Cause he cause he has all of Shao Kahn's icon iconography and everything, and Shao Kahn wasn't in those games, several of them. And this is just like, well, Shao Kahn adopted him, so he's now Shao Kahn's combat kid.
2: <laughs> uh, They're pointing out, Bob. Yeah. There's one thing that he didn't do that's classic Raiden. Oh, yeah. We must consult the Elder
4: Gods. Yes. Luckily, the Elder Gods didn't seem to exist. Because they, they he should. is the he, Elder they, God, they, they did, right?
2: Though. So, they like, did,
1: though. He mentioned them. He oh, brought God. them up. There
2: was a reference to them existing, which was... I remember during that moment going, what does that mean anymore?
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. He told somebody else to consult them. Right, yeah. Yeah. I
4: I don't know. They shouldn't have existed.
1: <laughs> no, There's they shouldn't just... have. <laughs> That's not what the new timeline is. Look, There's so the much really bad, <laughs> like, like we've now hit the Ouroboros <sighs> stage of a franchise where it's eating itself and like, you can't do anything but fanficier versions of what you've already done.
2: Remember when fan service is when two cool dudes would team up and be powerful or, like, you get a guest character or any number of that sort of thing and it wasn't always 19 Spider-Mans flossing?
5: <laughs> I, fe-
2: I feel like fan service, like, dominating all of these media franchises has gotten to a point where it's like every franchise is now 19 combatants just doing, doing the Fortnite dance.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it's got like I had this epiphany like anime has obviously been kicking America's ass for like 15 years. Like the Amer the Western animation industry is basically dead in like the targeting teenagers sense. They've completely given up and given over to anime. And on some level, companies have looked at that and been like, well, we need to steal some stuff from anime. We need to steal some of that sauce. What's their sauce? Let's look directly at Dragon Ball Heroes and nothing else. The Dragon Ball mobile game that is about every character being fused and a hundred different timelines and everyone fusing with everyone else to make as many flavors of the same guys as possible. It's like, that's what everything needs to be.
2: I mean, that's actually a surprisingly accurate way to describe Mortal Kombat 1's cast
5: yeah
4: i would you, i would have preferred if for when they their weird multi-timeline thing if it was like not mortal kombat but instead all those guest characters they already announced like if it was like the boys and yes and, uh, that's what we were hoping for right
1: they just yeah, show I would up actually, and they're like hey what's up it's me homelander yes i'd actually have a lot of like if like when shang Tsung oop opens his avengers portals by the way stop fucking putting the in game portal <laughs> scenes into your shit. just yeah. stop it
4: yeah no that's not good
1: <laughs> But if he opened his portals and like Homelander and some of like a bunch of like Freddy Krueger <laughs> yeah. walked out, that would have been something. But I, that's def, I feel like that's gonna be Nether Realms' next game, where where Ed Boon is finally just like, finally I can make Smash Bros for your dad, right? Hmm.
2: I still love the first time my brother read the phrase people describing Mortal Kombat as Smash Bros for your dad because of all the DLC characters. He's like, my dad wasn't into these. Wait, wait, no, I'm the dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what, what's it's gonna be really <laughs> right? It's, it's, the, this trend won't end until Star Wars does it and it blows up immediately.
2: <sighs> I don't want episode I, 10 to be Mortal Kombat 1.
4: That would be really dying.
2: Oh,
1: they're no. Ne- oh, don't, don't worry, they're never gonna ship a Star Wars movie again. <laughs> It'll just be a streaming show where a portal open and Light Vader will walk out from that comic. What if Light Star Vader became good and painted himself light?
3: <laughs> that is exactly the level I need Star Wars shows to start coming in at.
1: I, I agree with Agra. Like, you can't be good. You need to become bad in a delightful way. I
4: mean, that's a lot of why I like Obi-Wan.
2: I'm gonna gonna go ahead and stop playing the spoiler (laughs) song. Does anyone have any last things to say? We've been going for over 11 minutes in the spoiler zone alone. Yeah. Okay, I'm turning it off. Okay. That's it for Mortal Kombat 1 spoilers. We now move on to other games. Uh, If you had listened to our Spider Man Miles Morales spoiler cast, you might know that I had a very glitchy experience. Sorry, Marvel's spider-man colon miles morales uh i had a very glitchy experience that uh kind of impeded my playthrough you know it took away from important story moments as they're like this is a suit it is meaningful to you and i'm like that's what i've been stuck in for the last six hours <laughs> as the game just stopped working uh we thought hey you know it's been almost three years i'm sure it's fine now now no. now on my ps5 it's still pretty pretty glitchy um we fell through the entire world during the final fight.
1: Uh, well, apparently, that just happens. Yeah, I so, talked to multiple people who are like, yeah, that happened to me. I played it like last week.
2: Yeah, we had people say that. Yeah. That that's just a thing. And I'm like, oh, I guess that got buried in my brain over everything else that's not working. Because, man, that really. Anyways, ignoring the glitches, which good luck. Uh, Spider-Man of the is still pretty cool. I like the story. I like the characters. The combat's really neat. I'm very excited for Spider-Man 2.
4: Cool. <laughs> yeah, I still don't like it as much as one. Is, but the story's cool. And uh, <laughs> the main motivation of the main, main antagonist. Really stupid still. Oh, man. What are
2: you talking about? <laughs> it's definitely not like we've had a meme going for years over how incredibly <laughs> solid that motivation is. You lied to me, Dan. Just now, yes, actually. <laughs> then we played, oh, oh wait, we're now, we're now at day three. All of this was day one and two. Right. Almost all that was day one. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Miles Morales was day two. We're now on day three. We played Jackbox. And then we played Spec Ops The Line. <laughs> Spec Ops The Line, VOD incoming because Jimi Hendrix's distant guitar sounds are heard on the title screen at the very end of the stream. So it's gotten blocked worldwide twice because it shows different snippets of the ending to choose each time is a game. It's a third person shooter where you, uh, you're in Dubai.
4: Yes. And it's been overrun by sandstorms. So there's lots of mechanics with sand. So you for lose. the
2: first two hours.
4: Yes. The first three hours if we for being generous. And then that just disappears
2: from it forever. And now you're just doing oh. a third-person shooter with no super extraordinary mechanical elements mm-hmm. or set PC elements. It's just shooters and dead malls and dead, like, condos and the desert. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, okay, so talking about it real quick, we played it on the Series X. So, obviously, our performance was, like, Lock 30 the whole time. Right. Context.
4: However... Surprised by how incredibly solid that game is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It feels pretty easy for the surface shooter of that gen. Which is weird. Right?
2: It's a Spec Ops game. Right? Uh, Everyone always talked about the writing, and they're like, the gameplay is really unenjoyable, but it's just a standard third-person military shooter, but the writing's fucking brilliant. And we were playing, and we are like, no, this is actually pretty pretty high bar for fucking that gen right third party third person shooter military it's fucking not
1: not have played i why i I know i didn't play enough seventh gen shooters but god it feels dire to me to say that i remember (laughs) playing that game and i'm like man this is like fucking pulling teeth are you telling me people were eating things worse than this regularly yeah jesus
4: yeah, no that that's it's just a few bars below yours. Yeah, and so that means every third person, thir- every
2: third-party third-person shooter with a gimmick is way worse, but thinks
1: they have this one brilliant trick to get you to buy their game. <laughs> right? God, I feel like the absolute lowest I'll go is like Uncharted Three. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I know things go deeper than that, <laughs> right? But that's the worst. Uh, that's where the deepest I'm willing to tread. I understand that that's me like oh walking God. into the lobby and going, I'm not staying here, then, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. right?
3: Like, this brand cereal is not very good. And you look down, and there's a row of guys eating like loose screws and carpentry nails. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, what else could I say about it other than that? Uh, other than the writing? Yeah, I was like... Because just... I'm trying to avoid that, so that way I could hit the button and just leave it on that. Mm-hmm.
4: Um. 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 Yeah, the way the sand stuff works is a lot of it's like sand is stuck behind a pane of glass so you can shoot the glass out and then sand rolls in and kills guys. Yeah, because Dubai's
2: just been completely covered in sand in a way that seems absolutely unreal. Right. Except for a cut through the middle of part of the city where there's a gap and it hasn't blown into that gap because the skyscrapers holding it back seemingly yeah they, uh, so as you were saying lots of moments where a window has built up pressure of sand against the side of the building and you would blast it open after a lot of bullets <laughs> and then it would just pour onto all these enemies or change the environment so you can move to the next area and that is crazy high-end mm-hmm. for for a third-person shooter that gen especially
4: yeah and sometimes it has just cool looking vistas where you're on top of these skyscrapers looking yes. down at this just completely flooded out city with the sand i'm like oh this is actually got an interesting art direction yeah it's it's strong
2: honestly um which is crazy because you would expect it to be the same very brown very gray Mm -hmm. shooter and instead it's like an orange and there are other colors at different points
4: and the soundtrack was actually pretty good too like it was i loved it
2: You're right like you especially from a modern perspective Mm -hmm. where soundtracks have gotten a lot more cowardly (laughs) on any game that costs any amount of money um you really start to appreciate all these like Uh, the bass guitar starts kicking in and it's just doing a throbbing sound as you start the battle and it's like oh this is cool this this is really neat what the fuck right we got good vibes like the whole way through it's it's genuinely surprising uh i guess we gotta talk
4: yeah i gotta talk about the story oh man
2: spoilers for spec ops the line as though any of you have not, have no idea what the deal with that is. Anyway, here we go. Yeah, Bob, you seem a little different. I tried to put the spoiler image up, but you seem to have transformed entirely. Oh, oh no. That's that's really unfortunate, Bob. What
3: happened? It's I don't tragic, know. but this is what Spec Ops The Line does to people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad.
3: It keeps doing it to people. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so in a lot of pieces of fiction, you have the reveal that someone, some character, some element, something is in fact a machination of the main character or a manifestation of the main character's mind, and there's the, the, the unfaithful narrator and stuff, and that adds an extra layer to the plot or an understanding of the main character. Spec Up the Lions does that, it's like.
4: That didn't really change much. <laughs> yeah, it changed basically nothing, except make us make so the story is not actually happening in the way it's sold at all. Which is funny, because a lot of things do a sort of Fight Club
2: twist, but this is maybe the first time I've seen the sort of Fight Club twist, where they do the direct shot from Fight Club of showing what he thinks is there, camera pan, what's actually there. And I ha- I audibly lost it at that moment, because it's like, I, I, get, I get it. Plenty of things can have this plot twist and plenty of things could have different layers of effectiveness with this plot twist, but to take the shot for Fight Club, literally doing that was way too funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It- It being Nolan North and just being like, he's trying to say something to us. We have to choose who dies. It's two dead bodies instead of two
4: people hanging.
2: And his teammates are like, oh, no, our general guy, our captain is clearly insane. Guess we'll just keep doing whatever he says. Yeah, that
1: completely... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you can't can't do like... uh... Okay, here what you thought was him having a conversation to another character. Here's him talking to Air and the two guys watching that, and then it's like, well, they don't, they're fine with that. Yeah, they just
3: go along with it. (laughs) This is the personality type of people who work for Batman villains. (laughs) Okay, Joker, I guess
2: we'll eat all the candy. I don't know how this is going (laughs) to own Batman, but I'm going to die of diabetes for you. (laughs) Um, yeah, the, the, there was a, you, you can go all throughout this. See, the, the idea of Spec Ops The Line is that your main character is trying to get out and stop uh, so, someone in Dubai who uh, mysterious circumstances surround. And as you enter the city, uh, you commit a massive war crime very unpromptedly.
4: Yeah, yeah, the game's going fairly normally and, and almost unpromptedly. Really, really, because you're just, you exit a building and you're on a high shelf of it. And you look out and they're like,
2: visibly, maybe seven soldiers. Worth noting, you've killed a lot of people until now. Seven soldiers is not an insurmountable thing for your heroes. Right. And then you white phosphor everyone, including a crate of obviously not combatants. Mm -hmm. These people are nowhere near in your vision. And you just cover them all in white
3: phosphors. And then you're sad about it. (laughs) Yeah. So it didn't like... Put you in a position where you had to make the tough decision to willy Pete a city block. You, you just, you just did it. Yeah, and
2: mm-hmm. that's the thing. You would think they would lead logically to the desperation move that is that. But no, it's literally they don't know we're here.
4: Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is their sneak attack of white phosphorus. <laughs> right, which is that is unabashedly right? a war crime. Like, yeah. you there's no.
2: What are you going to say when they ask you what you were thinking? What were you...
3: There were uh, people. I was thinking I'd white phosphorus, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there some confusion about that? I, I believe I wrote that in my report. So
1: Yeah, and it's even weirder because you're
4: you're like guys that are with you. One of them doesn't want to do it, obviously, obviously. But the other one's super into it. Like, no, we have to do this, man. Even though he's the guy who's like, we shouldn't kill anyone. We don't have to. A scene ago. Yeah, it... Um...
2: I... mm. Yeah, and then... And then, timeline-wise, from that moment on in the game, you're just crazy and talking to, like, walkie-talkies that don't work and saying dead bodies are living people, and these two just... Yeah. ...keep on with you as you consider... As you continue being history's greatest mass murderer to the
4: point where we just started calling him Booker. (laughs) (laughs) Booker's kill count is nowhere near Captain Walker's. No, Captain Walker's got that on lockdown. I'm not saying,
2: because I know some people hear some of the things I said during the stream and just now, and not understand. I'm not saying you can't do the Fight Club twist. I'm saying it needs to add layers, not literally go.
4: Yeah, the, the Fight Club twist at the end of this doesn't even make sense. Like, It's it, like it, if the movie signs went, they were aliens. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, like what the game is about is feeling bad about this accidental war crime, the PDSC from it. Right. Yeah, accidental. (laughs) Um,
2: On paper, it was accidental. Then they put it in the game. It's somewhere along the line.
4: Yeah, it it feels like you just... They shoved it in because they wanted to have a twist about it. And it's like, no, the problem... His issues are coming from this event. If you make the event weird and abstract by adding this twist, it just causes confusion with the message. Yeah, it's really weird. Um... Because he ends up being the guy that he's chasing after in Dubai. Right. In a way, a plot that makes <clears throat> almost no sense. What?
2: Yeah that, yeah. that dude's dead and has been. You see his corpse in a chair, and then you're
3: wearing his jacket in the next cut. I mean, so how did you, like, did you get up <laughs> and call those two guys into your office? and Like, okay, here's what I need you to do. Follow me out into the desert for, like, a couple hundred yards. Then we're gonna walk back into town and start shooting our own men. That is
4: literally what it conveys. That, yeah, that's the only way that it could actually make sense. My my thought on it is uh-huh. that all of it's in his head and none of it's even slightly real. He just he did the the napalm or sorry the uh, white phosphorusing people and that drove forever insane. ago. Yeah, right. And no. there the, might not even have been in Dubai. In, no, the, I just, in the
2: final ending scene of the game, does really lead into that. Right. It's, I mean, it, it could have been Dubai, but yeah, yeah, it could have because the, the Dubai part is like his own personal hell, mm-hmm. where he's just deposited. Even though it's like, how did how did all of Dubai get covered in sand? Like, what?
3: I mean, <laughs> that makes that whole thing make more sense. If yes, that it does. Entire cool ass scene is just his in, internal hellscape.
2: One hundred percent. And in a game that absolutely earns it on a writing side, it would have been cool. I, I believe the best way to describe the ending is uh, outright Shyamalan, but even those I feel like function on any level, whereas this.
4: Yeah, it just feels like the gear shift broke. The what? <laughs> the gear shift broke as they were trying to get, get from their narrative into the Fight Club twist.
2: <laughs> so we've all learned a lot about Spec Ops Line. The important thing is that people have seen it. Mm hmm. In the year 2023, 11 years on from it being hailed as brilliant.
4: God, there's a the scene where... Because after they do the, the initial war crime, they go on to do more and more war crimes. Right, of course. It's basically a marathon. Right. Um, and one of them is literally helping the CIA destroy all the water in the city. And somehow they think this is going to help the people. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, your, your characters just do nothing even vaguely logical. There's
2: There's... There's a massive disconnect between what our characters are made to say and reality itself Uh at all times. Um, And people keep telling them that. And they, to some extent, acknowledge that. And then it continues. (laughs) And that spec ops the line. Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No.
4: (laughs) What a disappointment. (laughs)
0: Bob, come back. Hey! There we go. Now that we've stopped talking about Spec Ops the
2: line, Bob has recovered. Okay. So, that was fun. We all learned a lot. Then the next day. We played Mega Man base. Finally beat it as Mega Man. That game is not designed for you to play as Mega Man at all. No. It is a base game. I don't know why Mega Man's in it. There are countless things that are like, what if you could double jump? (laughs) that game's evil that's all i have to say
4: yeah there's we've been over it
2: before just trash game evil mega man game mega man game that is more sicko than x3 which is deranged because everyone knows x3's balance is kind of malicious
4: A weird data logs you can collect for for characters that end up outing them as perverts or s- literal sex criminals or sex both they're two two separate sets.
2: They're like, haha, Flashman uses his abilities to look at women when they're naked.
1: Oh. Huh. You could you can sure <laughs> do fucking whatever when you're in a game that doesn't matter that no one will ever play because 2D games turned off when the PlayStation came out. Well, 16 bit ones did. <laughs> so that was um
2: five and a half hours of day four. Yeah,
4: that's that sucked
2: it was it
1: was i need you to imagine dan video games needing five and a half hours to beat a mega an official mega man game think about how fucking unhinged it must be i did
2: blind playthroughs of most of the game boy ones and beat them in faster time than that and some of those are mega man 3 on game boy where it's like this balance is wrong because halfway through it gets insane yeah no a lot of those are also just Unbelievably busted in
4: different ways.
2: um Yeah, this was an insane experience, and uh I don't, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever play Mega Man in Base again. I don't <laughs> like playing his base, and the game wants me to play his base. Yeah.
4: How long were we on that final gauntlet of this? second oh, yeah. last level. Yeah, yeah I guess we'll t- we'll talk
2: about King Two. So the level King Two, which is a part of the final gauntlet of levels, that is the second one is three different bosses with three pre-levels, and you have to do all of them in a row to beat King 2.
0: It's technically four bosses. Yeah. Because the third one has two different bosses. Madness. Deranged. Deranged. <laughs> um, that's it. I'm done talking about that. Local
2: Mega Man fan doesn't want to talk about Mega Man Baseboard 11. But we were like, you know what will be a great palate cleanser because of how janky and funny and low rent and full of lies it is. It will be a great palate cleanser to play Red Steel. So we went straight from the five and a half hours of Mega Man and Bass into a full Red Steel playthrough. Now, for people who don't know, Red Steel is the beginning of 7th Gen's outright fucking lies. <laughs> Ubisoft put up so much promotional material where it's like the game runs at 60 and looks like a super future game and has these incredibly scripted cutscenes that are totally you playing it bro. This might be the first time Ubisoft did this. Maybe. It might it might it was definitely the first time it got out there for
4: everyone to see in a big way. Right, cuz this is what they became known for all throughout Seven's gen was far Cry, Watch Dogs and countless other things. And none of those hold a candle to this. No.
2: This is so much bigger a gap than any of those incidents. Because, you know, they probably went, this is a little too much. We might get sued if we do it this hardcore ever again. <laughs> Maybe roll this back a little bit. Just even slightly. Uh, for people who haven't played it, it is a first-person shooter where you play as, and I am not exaggerating, Scott Son, Who is the greatest guy slash america gene in the world. He is defeating all of the Japanese Yakuza with his amazing sword tricks so that way he could rescue the daughter of the syndicate, the Yakuza syndicate, who is his girlfriend. Fuck yeah. (laughs) This is a game for the weebiest weebs made
3: by the French. Jean Renault in it.
4: God, I wish. Right.
2: Scott Son is incredible. So incredible. He fights his way all the way to Japan and then all the Japanese crime lords are like Scott Son, we need your help.
1: Uh, all <laughs> I, of that. I don't know what, I don't know what your problem is, Dan. This is like 70% of Wolverine stories ever written. I know, but
2: it's even better because we don't know what our guy looks like basically. Right?
1: Yeah. He just looks like Michael Sarah.
2: It's <laughs> since, like, he has such bad mobility, and he watched a 50-year-old man climb a, a a small fence, and then Bob made the joke of, God, I wish that was me. And I was like, why? Because he has mobility? Or because he's, like, what? And Bob's like, oh, because he's Japanese. That's, <laughs> that's the whole reason Scott Son would think that. I just started building the insane lore of, like, Scott's on borderline immobile because you move so slow in this game and you can <laughs> yes. barely jump and you can't climb anything. So it's just this dude with a fedora and an Indiana Jones trench coat for some reason Uh-huh. and a sword, a mall sword going through Japan and owning all the mafia bosses. See how all of this sounds like one consistent vision. Then there's a whole chunk of the game that's from what's clearly got to be a canceled Saw game.
4: Or Manhunt knockoff. What? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just one of the crime lords is like, hey, this guy owned me, and now he runs death games.
4: And we're like, oh, like a fighting
2: tournament. We're going to go do it. No. (laughs) No. He runs Manhunt. So for over an hour, that game's a different canceled video game. (laughs) It isn't subtle at all. It is the only thing in this game that does not
4: fit. Yeah. It's also just blatantly less polished than anything else in the game
2: oh yeah we clipped into boxes numerous times uh the <laughs> game hard crashed during that yeah uh interesting thing that i believe this game's unreal engine 2.5 which means it's on the same engine as bioshock but running on the wii yeah. it's the same engine as
4: the Leandri conflict but running on the wii it, it runs at like 20 yeah 20 it's never <laughs> hits that 30 mark it doesn't no if it was lock 30
2: we could begin to make peace <laughs>
4: it can it can't track your like even pointing the gun at the screen well like your your cursor for the gun is just jumping everywhere at all times
2: yeah people have rarely ever played a wii game i feel like where you can't keep the cursor the controller still and have the cursor stay still so because of this we would have it jitter between the outermost edge of where we're pointing in the center so rapid fire that scott could no longer walk
4: A living a lot, up to the insane lore we're building for Scott's Son. A lot of times when you're in the sword fighting mode, which is like a bespoke thing when you have to duel guys.
2: Yeah, you have to duel guys honorably. You know, guys with lead pipes and bats. Yes. Not, not even steel bats or <laughs> Wooden aluminum and bats. bats.
4: Wooden bats. In your legendary katana, can't cut it. Um, The Katana Geary. The Katana Geary. God, what a terrible name. Which, of course... It's just uh, one of those small swords that has the dragon handle. Yeah. Oh, uh.
3: This game is pitch perfect.
4: <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the detection of your hand is so bad at the sword fights that many times when you swing, your sword disappears and you don't attack. Yeah. That is more often than you attacking. And a lot of this game is you having to parry certain things,
2: which requires you to take the nunchuck and do this. Yeah. And it can't. It can't figure out what you're doing ever. No. Then you get these cool bespoke techniques. I forget the name for these techniques. Your kata. Your katas are very cool. So in the dueling mode, you'll get katas that let you do a thing like jump up in the air lightly. You know, as high as Scott's can. Right. And then drop down with both arms. And it gives you, I am not misspeaking, respects.
1: You get 10 respects. respects it's only the second thing that I has ever had the energy of like this seems like you just translated it with a machine but this was made this shouldn't be the case (laughs) right it was at no point was this in
4: Japanese
2: even though the menus and stuff are just like we're not going to have English letters that would ruin the immersion for you (laughs) weebs right you have to take this ticket stub and feed it into this TV on the other side of the screen they were on some shit when they made Red Steel, and it is even though it's on the Wii, one of the strongest seventh gen experiences. It they, really is.
4: They have like, such they have so many boneheaded ideas with controls too. Like, how should you be able to zoom in with a sniper rifle or with <laughs> any gun? What if you point at the enemy and then extend your arm? to zoom uh-huh what problems
2: could that cause now keep in mind it's not Wii motion plus It can't actually figure out on a granular level how much you've moved it so it kind of treats it like a zoom in stick
4: uh-huh so you fully extend your arm to keep zooming in slowly and half the time you'll just zoom in while your arm is not moving
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so does the like does it just become like fight the same guys for eight hours Uh, Well, it took us uh, 12. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, This this is the roughest stream we've ever done. This (laughs) is the hardest it has ever been. This is the most dire. Any circumstances we've ever got up against has ever been in our entire history. Beating Kingdom Hearts 2 and Final Fantasy 7 in a single sitting was a fucking cakewalk too. Okay, we're going to CBT you with Mega Man and Bass for five and a half hours. Then you're going to play Red Steel, which is bad. Which is like funny, enjoyable, bad to begin with. And then it really wants you to use parries and it throws you in the saw chamber.
4: Yeah, there's like three hours of acceptably bad game and then off the cliff. And then it's just like, no, please.
2: Please, for the love of God, stop! I'm begging you, let me free from this
4: mortal coil. And then all the how long the B times are completely wrong because they use the on the game save file time, yes. which is just wrong, right? And that should be
2: punishable by death. Mm-hmm. Uh. So anyway, that's where we get this now classic image of me at our seventeen and twenty minutes, <laughs> as Bob is. <laughs> with the same fight Bob had to fight 14 or something of the same ninja in duels over and
4: over in identical looking rooms and I just fucking faded yeah yeah no you do like okay there's a shootout and then you open a door and it's time for another come like ninja fight and sometimes you beat one ninja the next one walks up yeah it's like it's so dire he had to do doubles yeah and the health carried over And oh my god at the very end of the stream we beat the final boss the second phase is about to start the power goes out the power went
2: out for less than one whole second just long enough to knock off knock our pc or we everything offline Uh uh-huh so if you're wondering dan why is this fun 19 minutes for the ending Cause Bob had to replay the last level again and then beat the game. It's funny because if the internet stayed out, we would have had an excuse. But it <laughs> didn't. It came back within like a minute.
4: Which is good because we need to see the epic conclusion of Scott Son's story. That's true. Scott Sahn's very great. My, in my he brain the Scott Sama.
2: <laughs> yes, he becomes the Scott Sama. Um in my brain, the lore Scott Wisconsin got so insane, I started to go into the Leon Kennedy talking to <laughs> President Joe Biden about going into Spain and murdering every man, woman, and child until he finds the president's daughter. It really went hard into that energy in my brain, so I'm like, yeah, they should make a spiritual successor. And since Americans don't know what a, like, a prime minister is, we're going to have to have a... Uh, King Daimyo President Joe Biden, who's just Asian <laughs> Joe Biden, he's like, he's like Scott Son, We need you to stop all the Yakuza. <laughs> I don't
1: want to hear any more about the Yakuza. <laughs> Scott
4: Zon, I know you're
1: all just, about
2: that Yakuza.
1: Like, like Asian Joe Biden, just like in a game, just makes me think it would be like you fuse <laughs> Lo from Big Trouble in Little China with Joe Biden. Uh huh.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm not gonna say going through Red Steel was worth it, but the fact there's a real fucking video game with Scott saw the greatest guy Jin.
4: <laughs> That's great, and I'm glad we know. Yeah, if they could just, if, if they could have made a Red Steel into an actual finished video game, like another a year after launch, maybe, uh-huh. maybe that'd be okay. Maybe
2: that'd be, maybe that would be something we would ever recommend for even ironic enjoyment.
4: Right. But
2: it doesn't ascend to that tier anymore. <laughs> no. And now, for the most insane part of the opening of Big Think. The next day, day five, we played Red Steel 2. Now, most people wouldn't play Red Steel 2. Why would you? The only reason you know what Red Steel was is if you played Red Steel 1, and that should warn you.
4: Right. Like, that was a launch title that probably did well at launch, but everyone who bought it realized how bad it was.
2: Yeah, it was literally like getting a foodborne illness. Uh-huh. You're not going to look back and be like, wait, I love shrimp pizza. No, that shrimp pizza made you violently ill. You shouldn't eat shrimp pizza 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. Red Steel 2 is nowhere near the same sort of game. It is, on paper, accomplishing every dream and goal of Red (laughs) Steel 1 with Cowboy Fusion. So it's the Tex-Mex anime game. Yes. It it takes place in Tex-Mex Japan. Uh, It's Wild Wild West. You got all sorts of like... It literally comes out five months after Borderlands and nails the art style Borderlands 2. Mm Mm-hmm. It is insane. The game runs at 60 frames per second almost always. Like it drops frames occasionally, but it locks that in. It uses the Wii Motion Plus so it can constantly follow your cursor very responsively and smoothly. It has like a weird pseudo hub world feel to it mm-hmm. as you take missions and just go to the next area of town to fight, you know,
4: these other goons. It's g- great. Yeah, no, it's really, it's one of the best Wii games. Which is crazy. That's a great place to hide it. Right? Under the label Red Steel 2. No one will ever find that. Yeah, yeah. You get special moves that actually are easy to activate using your swinging hand or swing the sword. Mm-hmm. You can use the sword at all times. You can switch between the gun and the sword easily. There's a parry button. Yes. You do not shake the nunchuck anymore for almost anything
2: uh yeah there's a stinger there's an air hadoka there's all these cool techniques that are unreal it's basically they made an action game like devil may cry style action game but it's for first person and you get like a lot of gun control and multiple different guns and you can upgrade your armor and life and get a one-up and like all these things Mm -hmm. it's insane it's literally the first game's incomparable compared to it yeah And the voice actor for one of the bad guys who has a very Napa core voice apparently was a creative director of For Honor, which is very fitting.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that was really funny to find out he'd done anything else, like voice acting wise. I wonder if he voiced anyone in For Honor, too. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, but I'm very, very curious. Um, This game was great. Yeah, that was really enjoyable. What was it, seven hours or so? Yeah, it was like seven,
2: seven twenty. It, you know, they said eight, but they said eight about one and it took us 12. But then they said eight about two and it took us like seven, barely over.
4: Right. I, I didn't do any of the side quests, which I it would have been fun. A lot of them was just like find other stuff in the environment. There's the things like Resident Evil 4 has of shoot the uh, their their sheriff badges just hidden in the environment. And yeah. you know, build up extra money and have quests to complete around that. And it's yeah, like, God,
1: it's just. If
2: Red Steel 2 was a VR game, it would be game of the year. Yeah, It's so good. Unreal
4: how good that game is. Yeah, you can even do, like, the, the, the stuff from Top of the Cry where you knock them into the air, then jump up after them hit them. It's like, you got that working in first person. Yeah, you could do that, fun. and you can
2: also juggle them with your gun. Yeah. How... Why would you call this Red Steel 2? I get that it's the same idea. of
4: You have sword and gun gameplay and its first person and you use the Wii vote. Yeah, I mean, but, it, it probably wouldn't have sold anyway because it's on the Wii this late. But right. you could can, can do any favor by naming it something else.
2: Right. I got I to gotta talk to someone at Ubisoft be like, hey, you need to
4: put this out in VR. Yeah. The, why are you making an Assassin's I, Creed game in VR? That would really tempt me to buy a, a, a VR headset if, oh, yeah. if it was on there. And why wouldn't it? That game was great. <laughs> yeah unreal what what
2: a, we went from one of the biggest lies of the wii to one of the greatest games on the Wii.
4: yeah one of the legitimately hidden gems oh a hidden gem <laughs> bob has changed youtuber careers <laughs> i need a wig of even longer hair
2: there, yeah there we go <laughs> yeah just bob hair but long um yeah what a, what a, what an unreal situation because we call it giving game games a chance and i do come in optimistically mm-hmm. but i never come in being like this will be one of the greatest games of the console it's on
4: also the, the this one the sword is the sora katana which is way cooler than the katana giri
0: <laughs> that's true sora means sky <laughs> that steals too is so good
2: uh and we finally are now at day six (laughs) the loop has been continued all the way since last big think to this stream today which would be day seven but day six was a pretty cool video game we did our first dragon Quest day did did um not sure if you guys knew did you know dragon quest is pretty cool this game boy color of dragon quest one and two is really really cool (laughs) <laughs> um for anyone who doesn't know it's actually called uh dragon warrior even still on the game boy color which was the thing i was uncertain of when they made that change right but i guess they make that change with possibly eight? Eight? seven, maybe Poss- seven possibly eight or seven i know it's there by eight mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely there by eight but it's got to be it's got to be somewhere in that range that it happens but yeah there's our there's our fantastic just zag made art uh that was an awesome stream. I loved playing Dragon Quest 1. Right. That was a great fucking time.
4: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of really obscured things in that game, but it, it's still really neat. And once it's, you know what, what you need to do... Which, by, honestly, you're supposed to have had Nintendo Power. They ship it to you with Nintendo right, Power, so you should course. know what to do. Admittedly,
2: one of those things was they were trying to tell us the, distru- the directions. The entire game is very The Main Castle-centric, so when they said The Castle... We assumed the main castle, but no, they meant their town. They're like go south and east from here.
4: Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah, we're the, like,
2: oh, so it's north and west.
4: Yeah, because there are two different. There's two people who tell you things based on different instructions, right? And, just and one of them is an
2: important character and does it nonstop, right? And the other one was this lady in this town that we would not think was a castle, but she was. So, anyways, there yeah. was a crossed wire there, and we didn't know to look in the middle of a death swamp for a thing, which we, you know, maybe should have. Yes, after we got armor that let us walk in the death swamp
4: yeah that's true
2: but that game's great I can see why dot level like speed runs it all the time that like I already want to do my second playthrough maybe <laughs> maybe the SNES version or the absolutely hideous port to the switch Ooh, and mobile version's hideous look at look at how gross this mobile version is for anyone who hasn't seen it you um Maybe don't look directly into it, you know, treat it like, like, you know, you might go partially blind if you look directly into the image of the mobile port of Dragon Quest one on the switch, which is, you know, $5, which I guess is an agreeable price. Let me make sure. Uh, Let's let's zoom in. Maybe this is the right picture. I don't know. No, no, (laughs) No, that is is in fact not.
5: That
2: is in fact not the right picture hmm (laughs) mysterious i totally couldn't tell that from the browser anyways here's here's the correct picture and uh that is what is
1: wrong with you that's not how those psp final fantasies look to me
2: no this is worse than that
1: at least it is worse but they're on the
2: same tier i feel like the the text in that being lower res because psp helps it not be a third resolution because the first resolution is the background The second resolution is the character sprites. The third resolution is the font. That is hideous.
1: It is so gross. Why did they do this? Yeah, it's really weird that it took until like 2019 for everybody to beat it through these companies' heads. No, we'd like something that at least looks sort of like the original, not something you just ruined because you thought more pixels better.
4: Right. I don't
2: know why it took this long. Right.
4: And even <laughs> now, fucking... they, they, they a lot of them are like, but, but Pixel's
1: bad. <laughs> like, the, the fucking keyword for all these things should be vanilla plus. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But that's, that, it's not hard to produce something that's vanilla plus. Widescreen, couple quality of life features. If it's really old and crusty, have someone touch up the sprites.
2: Right, and touch them up manually at the negative resolution they originally were. Don't upscale them a bunch and that add smoothing yeah. or anything else.
4: You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, no, that's not helping anyone. <laughs> Yeah, Dragon Quest was really good.
2: And I'm really excited for Dragon Quest 2. I'm super excited to see, like, what a sequel to that Mm -hmm. uh, does. Which, it really does help that we played the Game Boy Color one. Where you walk up to a thing and you hit A and it goes, Okay, I'll interact with this thing. Instead of it being, I pulled up a menu.
4: Yeah, select stairs on your menu. Right. Or select Door. Examine or door or, or open. Also, yeah, it's so much nicer. It feels like you're playing a game that's at all moderate.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, because the original has almost a a. A text prompt a text Mm -hmm. parser sort of adventure game feel but presented via ui which is what happens when you make the first like definitive jrpg right because while it took his inspirations for many other rpgs it is the one that we definitely recognize as jrpg core (laughs) uh the game boy color version is probably the version to play because i the snes assets are also
4: weird but they're not mobile port weird i assume at
2: least the 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 snes
1: has it has those really neat animated enemies. Mm. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, I assume
4: it makes if it it's this thing where you don't bring up menu and you can click on stuff. Yeah, so. I'm pretty okay. sure the
2: quality of life features are identical between the two of them.
4: Okay, that's good.
2: Um aside from that, music, of course, classic. Great experience. I wish I owned this game on the Game Boy Color growing up. That would have been so great. Um But it's okay. I have a analog pocket now, which they announced, hey idiot, we're making that in purple. <laughs> And I'm like, transparent purple? And they're like, transparent purple. And I'm like, I know I've been stuck in the infinite hour 90 to 92 Tsukiyomi with the Donathon, but even still, that is a gross misuse of money. Right? Absolutely. If there was someone else who was even interested in my analog pocket, maybe, but. Hello. Huh? What's? I heard a voice from (gasps) the heavens one moment. (laughs) What's that voice?
1: (laughs) Guilt, John I, 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 can, I can see the appeal of having a device that plays like every neo geo and earlier thing that's in your pocket
2: yeah it's really great frankly and i probably use that thing as a portable more than i've used the switch as a portable anytime remotely recently because it's small right yeah the switch isn't exactly portable in that sense and it has stuff It it has so many platforms It literally can play NES Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, SNES, Neo Geo, Mm -hmm. Genesis Master System.
4: So can my (laughs) phone.
2: Oh, so am I owned now? Yes. Oh, I'm owned. Damn it.
0: No. No. Come on, man. Yeah, we'll have to talk, Chris. Um, anyway, I'm very excited for Dragon Quest 2 because it is almost
2: twice as long. Or slightly over twice as long. I think that how long to beat on one was nine hours, which we took a little bit more than because the Draco Lord kicked my ass. He's like, hey, you ain't uh, got that fancy sword? I'm like, what, what fancy sword? They just fucking rolled me up into a ball and then shot me like, from the three-point line into a
4: wastebasket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I'm really excited yeah I want to know if 2 adds the party or if that's not until 3 cause. I'm pretty sure that's 2
2: but I could absolutely be wrong for people who don't know my history with Dragon Quest I owned my grandfather owned Dragon Warrior 1 through 4 Uh, so growing up I got to play those a lot and I didn't really beat games as a kid so like my experience with all 4 of them is booting it up and be like oh this is neat I like how the music's different look at all this stuff oh that's cool <laughs> and then after a few hours with each I'm like okay I'm done just you know a great way to get nostalgia and cursory experience with a number of games. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, you, you, what did you think of the story? And I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a warrior. <laughs> I kill dragons. Um, so I'm really excited for two. I'm really, really excited for two. It's unfortunate that Bob's going to have to have the, the forever game dragon quest 3 hd2d spoiled by the original game dragon quest 3 <laughs> but i'm sure the the upgrade in visual fidelity and everything else is going to be so nuts that it won't really spoil it mm-hmm. like that is going to feel like insane to look at i'm right? so fucking excited Heck,
4: they might even add voice acting because they, they do some well, but most of those hd2 games have voice that's, acting
2: that's true i'm excited So, you know, we're doing the completely sane playthrough order of Dragon Quest games, obviously. One, two, three, (laughs) eleven. I actually don't know yet. I don't know if that's what we'll do. It'll be very funny if that's what we do. Um, If we do that, we're probably going to end up with S because S is how long to be is much shorter because of the quality of life features Mm -hmm. and just how much faster it loads and everything else. But no, it probably makes sense to stop anywhere before eleven, right? Like even eight, or five, or six. Everyone says five's the goat, right? Right. Except for the deviants who say seven's the goat, <laughs> which shows I, they probably didn't after, even play the PS One one.
1: After reading a description of how seven works, I'm like, I'm gonna have to play this, and it's gonna have to be the PS One version. Oh, it's gonna oh, have to be the PS One version. First of all, the the 3DS version. If you're using a guide, all of the quality of life shit the 3DS version adds is irrelevant. Okay. It's all just help. and I, I'd rather have I'd rather know what it looked like than here, here's like a 3D version we made on the 3DS. Hmm. But I, I have to know like what made them make a 120 hour long game?
2: Spending five years on it?
1: That's man man remember when a game taking five years made it some unbelievably massive behemoth of a game that could never be matched and not every other game
2: or just an outright failure right like because it used to be that when you would hit that tier you would be duke nuke forever (laughs) if you took over five years to come out you're
0: too human or duke nuke forever yeah I'm not mean enough to call Dragon Quest 7 Duke Duke forever. <laughs> not until you have to
4: play it. <laughs> and that's it. Except we have one more game, right? That you played? Oh yeah, I played a few things. Okay. Uh, I was able to play a few things in, uh, let's, let's around the streams. Let's go. I played a bit of Counter Strike 2. That's, that's great, Bob. Um, that came out yesterday. It's very funny to have, like, this brand new Counter-Strike with really nice visuals and a lot of new voice acting for call-outs and stuff. And it still has the Counter-Strike, like, original uh, terrorist win. Yeah, it's that's great. classic. It is. You can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of it. That's, that's terrible. Like, you wouldn't it, do
2: does that. It
1: have a ri- does it have original Counter-Strike map so you're standing in, like, the world's highest resolution version of something that was made 35 years ago?
4: Dust 2 is what it starts you on. So, so yes, it, it looks pretty gorgeous. Uh, after you finish the tutorials, which is just like not a tutorial, but just you have to do a bot match before it let you play real match. It shoves you into a casual queue and the casual queue it put me into is just dust to forever. <laughs> so it didn't change maps. You didn't even really have like the rounds just were infinite. There wasn't that. Okay, the game has ended at any point. <laughs> which is pretty neat. I, I need to search around more because I was only play it, well, we'll play it for like maybe 30 minutes or so. I'd like to play a more normal, sane version of this game than Dust 2 forever. Uh, but I did get to see the new the smoke system because smoke grenades actually are probably a metric now. Yeah. And that is really cool. Like you see the bolts actually go through the smoke and cause shifts oh, yeah. in them. The, you could show a grenade and it blows smoke away. Um, man. People walking through, it disturbs the smoke.
2: Remember when video games used to use technology to drive gameplay? Mm-hmm. And that's in an online game. Yeah. Which makes it incredibly complicated to sync the volumetric smoke across all these clients.
4: What the fuck are we doing in the AAA space right now? I don't know. And then it's Counter-Strike, so I assume they have literally every man there making sure it feels good. <laughs> So yeah. Bullet hits, you you can really tell when you get hit, when you've hit someone, it all feels like really snappy and like I from what I played, I didn't feel that disconnect you sometimes I get an online shooter where it's like, I definitely hit that guy and he killed me. Right. Like it didn't I, I didn't get that sense at all.
2: Yeah, if I remember the tick rate on this is pretty good. Yeah, it's supposed so to be something you know, crazy. Yeah, because it's trying to compete with Valorant, which has a really good tick rate. hmm. Um good. It's a shooter.
4: Also, it has uh, these weird music packs that I didn't use, but they, I had some unlocked just from owning other games, so I had a Hades and a Doom music pack I could have turned on. What the fuck? Right? What? What? Uh, for
2: people who don't know, I haven't actually played Counter-Strike really, but I did play Valorant and really enjoyed it. So the thought of like, for people who don't know, Valorant is just quirky Counter-Strike. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really interested in Counter-Strike 2. Uh, maybe I'll be able to play a PC game on my 4090 and it will run right. Maybe. Maybe the Donathon will lock us in 90, hour 90 to 92 for the next several months and I'll get a 240 hertz monitor next year. I don't know. Because <laughs> for people who don't know, they... they They announced a product that is a 240 hertz OLED monitor for next year. It's like 27 or I think it's 32 inch, but they didn't announce the price. Yeah, of course not. So they have a hold of my heart and they won't tell me the cost. (laughs) Um, That 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 sounds awesome.
4: Yeah, this game seems pretty cool.
2: That sounds really cool.
4: (laughs) I really want to play that.
2: I'm going to have to find some time outside of the
0: (laughs) stream.
4: I think there's anything else really unique about it that i can say it the standard casual mode is 10v10 which is feels like way too many people
2: 10v10 wow
4: yeah which Uh, okay yeah that's a lot yeah um which the the practicing was like the classic 5v5 i believe it is or maybe 6v6 i can't quite remember but it's a lot more restrained Mm -hmm. uh which is what i was well more used to so going to this other mode it was a little weirded out um, but that's it really uh and then the other game i played hmm. i got to play a little bit of fate samurai remnant game oh uh, <laughs> uh, well one second i have the button I, I can just end it for the appropriate time one
2: second here we here we go game code provided by and then you have to kobe,
4: kobe tecmo there you go <laughs> <laughs> give me the name one more time uh fate samurai there's a slash between those two words yes of uh, course remnant
2: So thank you, uh, Koei Tecmo, for the code. So that way we could check this out in between
4: all of the streams. Bob, what is this game at a broad stroke level? Um, Imagine Dynasty Warriors Combat. Mm -hmm. uh, Done. With a feudal Japan setting. Okay. uh, Right or around Meiji Revolution setting, honestly, like okay. yeah, let that sort of thing where where the Bakumatsu? same yeah Bakumatsu like where Kenshin's taking place that sort of thing. Okay, um, so Kenshin, but a warrior's game. Go on. Right, uh, but it's a fate game, so you have these different heroes from different time periods. So you have Jean dark and stuff uh-huh. show up in in Japan, and then it seems like it might have the structure of a yakuza game, where you have a little town, you wander around and pick up quests in. And there's also main story events to go to. cool um i have not been able to play that much probably like an hour or so just because we've been doing so much other stuff right uh but they do have like full anime opening looks amazing then go into just that structure of go to a place in town pick up a quest and then do something so sometimes it'll be like oh you need to fight these goons and then it's a dynasty where his game so it's five guys that you walk up to and then the waves come in. <laughs> like, that's really the, great. This many bandits were going to steal that?
2: Damn.
4: They I, really want this. Yeah. I, I feel like that's
2: unreasonable. <laughs> I should hear their side out because there must be a really good reason they want this. Right? Um, that Looking at the game, it looked visually very nice. You're playing this on a PS5, right? Yes. It had a very cli- crisp, clean look to it.
4: It does. It, it's them trying to do like a anime shaders over some of their regular Koei techno looking graphics, uh-huh. which is hit or miss, but yeah. it's, it's still pretty nice in the, all the cut scenes where people are talking are they've taken a picture of someone and animated their mouth in a very funny way. So is it swapping images or I know it's stretching and, <laughs> and whatnot. Okay. I wish I had seen that. Yeah. That seems interesting. Um, yeah, I have not played that much, so I don't have much else to say, but it, it seems like this will be pretty good. It, unfortunately, is not dubbed at all. It's all in Japanese. Okay, yeah, that's that's that keeps happening with Warrior-style games. Yeah, and then it also keeps happening with Fate games, which is like, guys, do you have No, you they
2: got, don't. You, you no, one so money. no one likes Fate. No one use, use, likes Fate in America you, and, you know, and they don't have any you money. You know
4: that you like, you're like, because you translate and you dub every anime it releases.
2: Huh. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Bob Joy would Tech you...
1: most specifically seems to be one of those dev that's like unless it's really big we're just not gonna fucking do it yeah right. it yeah. keeps happening uh, would you they even they even get like it took three of the best-selling atelier games period to have them ask hey would you like us to start dubbing these again
2: <sighs> yeah would you um, how would you compare this to like the Nintendo Warriors because they have like the Fire Emblem one the, the Hyrule mm-hmm. Warriors like just from a like how good it feels to play like angle or structure even because I know this is why I'm asking this Mm -hmm. a lot more people have experience with those than any dynasty or samurai warriors games
4: weirdly I have not played enough to see how a full level structure is going to be so it has been a lot of like you're in a box with a with a bunch of guys coming at you Mm. like it hasn't been a explore a larger area like you see in most warrior games including those okay um which I assume it's going to take some of that eventually Mm mm-hmm but I, I do not know. So it's hard to compare it to those. Okay. How does it compare to the PSP warrior game in the fate series? Cause that
2: exists, right? Uh, it is a warrior style game.
4: No, they did that on the PS4. Oh yeah. The fate, Xtella, something, hey, something,
1: and then fate, Xtella link.
4: Yeah. And it feels a lot better than those. Oh, okay. Cause it's
1: made by the actual Warriors team
4: instead of guys trying to be them who really can. So there you go. If you were a fan of that, maybe you know, maybe, I, maybe get in, in, in on this <laughs> I, i'm also enjoying it a lot more than that, that because those have everything the fate extra timeline is in the mm-hmm. the weird thing where it's like it's not real it's all a computer construct in a digital space oh cool which takes it out takes it away like takes me out of it completely mm-hmm. whereas this is just no you we were actually in japan in this time period and there is a great holy grail war happening which is way cooler mm-hmm. than on some computer database on the moon, a Holy Grail award maybe is happening allegedly. <laughs>
2: so the Fate universe is about taking these greatest warriors or uh, revolutionaries of some sort, maybe just said a mean thing once from um, all across history, and bringing mm-hmm. them into this ultimate battle. Do you think they'll bring in Scott Sod?
4: <laughs> I think Scott Sod's going to show up. That's unfortunate. But the, you know, all, all the all the Fate. um, God, I forgot what they're called. The Guardians or whatever. The, the, the Summoned Warrior. Oh! All um, oh, the Summoned Warriors go by aliases, so you just have like someone named Saber, and you don't know who it is. Ooh. Could be anyone. <laughs> it's not the Saber. It is a different Saber. Okay.
3: <laughs> but it also might be a Saber. <laughs> and not just a Saber, but a Saber. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm waiting for them to, to reveal that. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> But so far, I'm I'm really excited to play more of it. Um, Bob, they even
2: dubbed that Savor Taco game.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that. I
2: was like, wait. (laughs) They they dubbed a completely free feeding Savor Tacos VR game.
4: Yep. I'm sorry. You can't do it. It's impossible. Please, please dub games. Thank you.
2: (laughs) especially warriors games. Cause
4: they have so many things they're saying that you want to be aware of. Yeah. They have a ton of combat dialogue. Just, yeah. And this is the same. Like, okay, I could, I missed that. I hope it wasn't too important.
2: Yeah. It's like dragon quest when we do the really fast tech speed. Most of the time it's fine. Mm-hmm. But then in battle, for some reason, it's like, by the way, it did this much. damage. bye. <laughs> we get like frames, maybe five of them to see how much damage the enemy did. And like, Oh, they, they, they uh, did a, a, a 90% of our health this time.
4: And your silence. <laughs> your silence and asleep and death. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> sleep is just death in that game. It is because then they hit you four fucking times. Uh-huh. We were lucky a couple times and woke up after one turn of being extra hit, mm-hmm. but still that sucked. But yeah, uh, I'm also pretty interested in this game. Yeah, and I've
4: experienced nothing fake. <laughs> I just—it seems like a good onboarding point because it doesn't assume you know any of that stuff. It's, right. It's just like, hey, this is the events. This is what's going on. And all fake games, I assume, are predicated on you not actually knowing history to
2: have any questions about
4: why these figures might do something. Right. They're
2: like, but they did it. That's the important thing. And it's cool because you vaguely recognize the name of this person from
4: history. And the sword is based on whatever they did in history. And it's very cool. It's their noble phantasm and you clap.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do. Uh, hopefully I get some time with it as well. And you get more time before next week's big thing. Yeah. Um,
4: Did you play anything else? No, that's all I had time to squeeze in. Is that all? Yeah, that's all. Just, let me count this, 17 games? I played more uh, Mercenaries mode in Resident Evil 4 remake, but you know, there's not much else to say about that other than, oh man, this is great, I need more of it.
2: Okay, well next we're going to head to Dr. Agro. Agro, what you been playing?
3: I uh, wrapped Starfield last week. Nice, nice. Um... That game was written by people.
1: Fact. Yeah, it's a Bethesda game.
2: (laughs) Absolute
3: fact. I don't want to use the word cowards, uh, but (laughs) when your mid-game reveal writes a check that the end of your game doesn't fucking (laughs) cash, maybe that's the direction we need to go in. Uh, What is this, Star Ocean 5? Oh, not all the elbows work
1: oh okay nice did you mean Star Ocean 6 Bob I don't think you played Star Ocean 5 the one that's like 14 hours long and all walk and talks
4: yeah I didn't but uh, I've heard
1: can you you write a check you can't cash like if you did that to start like if you were always (laughs) obviously broke yes
3: (laughs) (laughs) you're just standing at the Kmart counter writing it out while the cashier's just watching watching You're in- you go through this facade
4: <laughs> because you were there standing in your underwear with clearly no money <laughs> uh
3: starfield continued to be a great game to play all the way to the end it had some neat missions a bunch of neat weapons uh it it mm, the that that list of companions and the plot were A whole thing. And Mateo sucked from moment one, and at the end, he did not disappoint. He continued to suck the maximum amount for a character in a video game. I just hate him so much. He's an awful little dweeb, and I wish he would die.
4: (laughs) I was like, maybe this is one of those suck, but enduring. No, I guess Uh, not. no. 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 No.
3: So after that, I got to finally start in on Baldur's Gate. Awesome. Yes. Baldur's Gate uh, is the D&D video game I've been waiting for my whole life. (laughs) It is amazing. You get all of the, uh, I mean, it's basically fifth edition with a few mechanical changes. You you actually get that at-table experience of walking in an area where there's nothing and it just goes die roll, survival check failed. You that's go, what was great. that? And, Fuck you. That's what it was. <laughs> Pass the check next time and I'll tell you. <laughs> it, it really is uh, high pressure when it's like, hey, because uh, you've got a whole party and you can pick which character you're controlling at a time. And whoever that is when you start the conversation is whose stats you're using for that conversation. Oh. So it's like, maybe you need to intimidate him. <laughs> I'm like, well roll the wizard (laughs)
2: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah that's actually one of the things that i've heard people complain the most about because it's like it's not a tabletop game it's a it's a rpg people are gonna want to use their main character to have conversations just let them use the best person in the party and i think that's what the pathfinder ones do where it's just Mm. like you get to have the conversation using the stats of the best person in your party for those things
2: I don't know, that sounds that sounds hilarious and like the exact simulation I kind of want. I totally get it.
3: It did lead to a great moment where I, I, I walked into a cutscene where a bunch of flaming fists were like, hey, uh, there are people trapped in this burning building, we need your help to get through the door. And there wasn't like a wizard it opened, it was just strength. <laughs> so I hit strength, rolled a 20, and the camera changed to inside the building and I got to watch my wizard kick a fucking door in. <laughs> That's really good. Did you clip it? <laughs> I did not. I was too busy clapping. <laughs> <laughs> they did a really uh, good job porting this to a controller uh, because, you know, it, on PC you've just got this huge brick of an MMO ability bank that you can get mm-hmm. all the buttons in. In this one, every time you want to do anything, you basically hit L1 or R1, and it'll bring up a series of radio menus you can switch between with the stick. And that just has all of your abilities laid out on it, and you can edit it. And, you know, like, you go in to click a spell, and it'll dive into a deeper radio menu of all the levels of that spell you can cast. And it it looks like a mess, but it's really snappy to use. I'm also going to keep praying that I find some more companions who aren't gonna be a problem oh like 24-7 just gonna be a problem
2: this sounds like an incredibly accurate tabletop RPG simulation
3: (laughs) it really does but usually I'm able to browbeat other people at the table into doing whatever I want them to do Uh and acting like they like it uh huh (laughs) here those those cocks at Larian have decided that these characters have agency and their own personalities.
2: Is this the first time in your life you've had to deal with other people who have their own opinions and agency?'m
3: Just looking at these motherfuckers like, man, if you did not if you weren't the only one in this party you could hit in melee, I would tell you to fuck off. <laughs> And you you can't actually just like hire NPCs and customize them to whatever class you want, but but then I wouldn't have all the cool dialogue. Right. I feel trapped by the desire to witness drama but not be a part of it.
2: <laughs> if only there was a highly dominant genre of TV for people like me. Some sort of reality show.
3: <laughs> This, uh, this game really, I think it's introducing a generation of people who got into D&D because of live play shows um, to what tactical combat is actually like. Oh! So instead of everyone build a character, whoever you want, and I'll adjust everything to your power level and we'll have a fun adventure. It's... <laughs> Did you not buff before the kobold fight? You fool everyone's dead try again <laughs> i'm willing to bet a lot
1: of those people just went and easy
3: yep oh yeah m- m- more power to them but this is this did you is know that apparently Testament.
1: apparently the game goes oh you're on easy you can't multi-class now you don't fucking need that you're oh, on easy oh, oh, oh. <laughs> which hand sa- which uh
2: rule book was that i don't remember
3: that Fifth like edition. fourth edition
2: uh, fourth edition yep okay <laughs> Bomp, bomp.
3: Oh, fourth edition. Yeah. 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 I've heard some interesting stuff, not totally confirmed, but it's been popping up about the karmic dice system, which is an option where you can either tell it just do the normal bell curve or use karmic dice to prevent getting a bunch of failed checks in a row because that just sucks when the computer does it to you.
2: It does suck.
3: <sighs> Apparently, some people are testing it and it affects your dice and the enemy's dice. And the higher the difficulty, the more likely enemies are to hit when karmic dice are on. Oh my God.
1: That makes sense. That's a nightmare,
2: though. I don't want it helping in that
1: mouth. <laughs> I, I, I do think it's funny that I think, like, one of the designers of fifth edition shit talked this game. It's like, guys, if there's no risk of, if there's no penalty for failing, you don't need a check.
5: <laughs> it's like
1: we we made it so so ones and twenties aren't automatic successes on skill checks for a reason. There's some things you can't do. <laughs> there, there's some things you can't fail at, and then very obviously, like I got a, I, I had like a plus fucking forty and got a one, so I failed. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it was it was a moment when I realized that. Like I, I got my first natural 20, but it's a critical success. I'm like, but this is a skill check. And the next thing I did had like a DC 10 and a plus 10 to my mod- modifier. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I have one lock pick.
1: That's what Saves Coming is for.
3: It's true. I really need to he- learn to hit that quick save button on PS5. <laughs> Also, whoever wrote the the scenarios for this game is the champion of yes and DMing. Because holy shit, like I, I was in a place and then went into a building. And I found a note that led me into the cellar that had a secret door that led to a cave that had a magically lo- magically locked secret door that went into another cave that had like an alchemy lab. And I found a book in there that had a note that said, oh yeah, my apprentice went missing. Uh, my servant said he saw him by the well. So I go back out of all that shit and go to the well and there's a giant cave full of edder caps and phase spiders. And I'm like, <laughs> I... I was on my way to do a quest. What is this village? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been pretty great so far. Then um something potentially unfortunate happened. Hmm. Uh somebody told me to play Void Stranger.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: They were like, "It's a Sokoban game," and I'm like, uh oh, what? Sokoban Decca? I I love yeah Ikitakami.
2: that Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> she got you acting like an
4: amateur. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh. So Void Stranger is a game that is. Uh. I mean, it's it's a puzzle game. Uh. I'd never encountered that word before. Sokoban. I guess it refers to. Pushing crates?
2: Yes, it does. Yes, it is. It's
3: it's one of those. You're on a grid, you're pushing stuff around, except the gimmick with this one is you have a wand that picks up floor tiles and then puts them down in other places where there's an empty space. And it is a ball buster. I'm on, like, room 111. Uh, A lot of the puzzles, there were a couple where I got to the point where I'm staring in a room going, all right, either this is literally impossible... Or I'm a hundred rooms into this game and I've misunderstood a mechanic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's good when you have that moment. And I'm not sure which it is because this game is also laced with the fuckery. Where it's, uh, it's one of those games where you're playing the game and there's a story and you can learn it or you can miss it. And then there's some other stuff going on and it gets weird. Mm Mm-hmm. To the point where uh, I, I have been warned away from Googling anything about this game lest like YouTube thumbnails give shit away.
2: Uh-huh. Just saying it around your phone is risking it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also like to, as least spoilery as possible, I may have done something to my current run that killed it, but I'm still playing. Because I might... I, I don't think I can lose anymore... But I think there's some stuff that's not triggering because of a thing I did. Oh. Yeah. It's one of those kind of games. All right. <laughs> uh, as I said, it's apparently uh, got some shit going on and really hard to avoid spoilers. So if you'd like, uh, a friend of the channel, Voxandra.gay, uh, released a YouTube video called Falling in Love with Void Stranger. Uh, So if you are interested, I would use that to check it out. Uh, I mean, apart from, like, the official trailer. uh, Rather than anything else. Uh (laughs) Like, I keep wanting to describe more things in this game. Uh it's, It's all just abstract block puzzle mechanics that are cool. The different monsters that run around, the weird... Tile types, but that's basically it. It's Void Stranger. Uh, I'm going to beat my head against it until I'm too frustrated to play it anymore, or I apparently obtain oneness with the entire universe. This uh, is based on the reports of people who have beaten it.
2: Uh, for people who are really individual aesthetics of games, um, this is because Sokoban is a very, very popular Game Boy genre. Like, it was definitive early on. Huh. In the Game Boy in Japan, especially, um, this entire game's grayscale, like, worth this game is, let me put it that way, four shades of gray, basically, Game Boy Core sort of look to it because of that. And it actually has really good art. It's got supreme fucking vibes. I wanted to play this game two weeks ago, but I've been chugging games <laughs> off my backlog and then the <laughs> dota thought happened. <laughs> I was hoping to move before I played it. Now aggro is dangerously close to my field
0: of vision
3: as he plays it. I mean, you can just do what I do and, and play it during Big Thing sometimes. I don't think I'll be able to pull that off nearly as well. I think it might be a bit more obvious. <laughs> I think the audio might show off. To be clear, I am not currently playing Void Stranger instead of paying attention to Big Thing. That that was when Bob and I were
5: talking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Was that all you played? I believe so. Chris?
1: Uh, The Stranger, uh, not Stranger Things, fucking (laughs) The Separate Ways DLC for RE4 came out. Mm. So I played through that. Uh, That sure was a new experience for me, an RE4 veteran, of not fucking having anything.
2: How do
0: you mean? it's hard oh oh like it is it, it's
1: obviously like you you play this after the fucking main game my man the, the difficulty curve is escalating from there and you're starting over like upgrade wise huh awesome so there's multiple parts where it was like and i was playing on normal i wasn't even playing on higher difficulty i'm like fuck this i'm running past these guys i don't have the resources to fight them um, it's also really fucking long. It took me, like, eight hours. Wow. Uh. Yeah, it's it's big. Holy shit.
4: Yeah, this is, like, ten bucks.
1: Uh, uh, they added in a bunch of... Yeah, I'm convinced, like, it's ten bucks because they were like, we can't, it's too much to be free. Right. Uh, it inclu- has a bunch of new areas that were from the original but not an RE4 remake, so it's, like, re like, re-envisioned areas that were cut. Pretty cool. Uh, there's there's unique bosses. Uh, Ada still has the you-can-melee-from-anywhere thing from Mercenaries mode.
2: Which is sick.
1: Uh, you can't go to the shooting range, but you can still buy charms from the merchant, and one of the charms is, like, you can grappling hook a guy's shield off. Fucking, don't have to fucking. You don't have to fucking deal with ah. them. Just 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 yank it off them. That's so good. Uh, it also like also the story's really good. I mm-hmm. wish Ada's voice actress was uh, doing her part a little bit more.
2: Yeah. She's just a little sleepy.
1: She's really not holding up her into the bargain very well. Uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I have to I have to play it a second time to be like. No, I can't let it end with me hobbling through going, oh, my bones are broken all the time. Oh, I don't have any ammo ever. Oh, my knife is always
0: broken. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, 10 bucks, that,
1: that's a hell of a good DLC yeah. for 10 bucks. Easily, easily the big, best, most valuable, like the most value dlc purchase i've made in several years
2: you're saying it's a better value than the resident evil 8 dlc oh
1: god yes easily by a lot shock surprise it it helps that that what that it isn't like a weird attempt at like well the main game has shooting we're not gonna have shooting we're gonna be like a really bad survival horror game
0: right yeah that was a choice
1: Uh whew. I also streamed Deltarune chapters one and two. Uh to try and discover is Toriel Dreamer the goat mom? Is she an alcoholic? Unfortunately, there uh with all, with less than one-third of the game released, there is not enough evidence to get a, a firm conviction yet. Maybe someday we'll figure it out. There is there is There is a lot of there is some evidence, but not enough to be. To 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 pull the lever. Uh, I noticed many more uh, Home Star references than I did the first time I played these two chapters. Jesus. Down to uh one of one of the bosses just having an attack that is the the wireframe strong bad going might your head explode yeah and your then head blowing head up. Explode. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know how Undertale at slash Deltarune work um. It's a, it's turn-based, it's a turn-based RPG. When it's the enemy's turn, instead of them just hitting you, it becomes a WarioWare minigame. Yep. And it's like performing in this WarioWare minigame and, and or else you take damage. So there are some pretty interesting ones like where one traps you in Twitter. Oh, f- and and uh, if you accidentally touch. Like the red text somebody spits that I guess is a hot take, everybody gets pissed at you and starts shooting at you. <laughs>
0: uh
1: but immaculately designed and written game. I was floored multiple times, even at even vaguely remembering. And there was sure there were sure a couple of times I went, No, no, don't say that. Oh, don't make me read that, Toby. What are you doing? why why do I have to read this this uh gifted kid gamers dialogue, please? <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to read the text? You're not only kind but a true gamer as well, because someone made a Dragon Quest reference. Uh, uh oh yeah emotionally those games can be pretty rough (sighs) because you're like oh i know this person oh oh i gotta i gotta cut myself now oh oh it hurts (sighs) god did i play anything else i was kind of busy for a lot of this week i played more trails into reverie i will hopefully be able to beat that before i can before i have to start playing Disgaea seven, but I will also probably put off Disgaea seven until I beat Trails into Reverie. Uh, God, I love DC Douglas in these games. Oh, he's in those. Yes, he is. He is a he is a very important character. Um, imagine like Wesker trying to sound like an internet reviewer, and that is the performance he's delivering in these games. Oh my God, he, there has never been like a D.C. Douglas has never chewed the scenery more than he chews them in these games. It's incredible. It's kind of sad that they that they got someone who is not nearly as good as him to be Wesker in the new Resident Evils.
4: Yeah, that's definitely the biggest like downgrade voice acting. It
1: is. It, it at least it makes sense because back separate ways for one second, like you do talk to Wesker and he's like less teleporting vampire god and more like a dude.
4: But then in mercenaries, he's teleporting a vampire god.
1: <laughs> what a conundrum. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really refreshing to play a turn-based RPG where you uh go into lots of different buildings and have conversations with NPCs, and if other NPCs are with you, they will chime into the conversation if they have something relevant to say, and there's lots of fun character interactions between your parties who are all really well-developed, fleshed-out characters. Hmm huh uh i also really enjoy in general trails approach to to turn based bat, uh, to random battles which is no you just kill them just 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 mulch them like if, if it's serious they'll be bigger on the map but the small guys just 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 fucking tear their limbs off we don't care mm-hmm. delete them in under t- 30 seconds which feels pretty good when then when you and then when you get to the boss fight and have to actually think. Now I'm trying to think. Did I play anything other than the three games? I didn't. I'm not even that far in the story. I'm like oh, halfway through Act One because because it has the trails into system where you there's three different protagonists. The protagonist of the last set of games, the Crossbell one, the protagonist of the Cold Steel games and then a a new character and it's like you follow these three stories that are occurring concurrently because this is like the the wrap-up game for the first big chunk of the franchise before they go on
2: yeah see a giant portal opens up okay
1: (laughs) no thankfully that is not that thankfully there is no inclination that that does happen a lot in these games but they all show up on like planes (laughs) that's a little bit more reasonable they're all like uh the fucking giant demon castle came out of the ground, and we, you can see it from across the continent, so
0: we all fucking came to see what the fuck's going on.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: But yeah, I really like that game. I'm
1: excited to play more of it. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> to hear more of DC Douglas chewing the scenery. And see more of uh, the party from Cold Steel 3 and 4, which is one of my favorite parties in, R- in RPGs. And, that, and that's all I played. Oh,
2: uh, I guess that means talking about Podlords?
1: Oh. oh, fuck.
3: Is it true? Is it the Podlords? It is. <laughs>
2: Yes, that's right. It's the Podlords. Podlords such as BN12, E. Lee Broyles. Bountiful blessings oh. to you all. And also, how's you... it going? And... Red Blaze27, Suzu Shiro.
1: Hour 92! Give it up for Hour 92!
2: It is so fucking wonderful. One double over. <laughs> WTF, Spider Man?
1: Na 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 na. Hey hey. Goodbye.
3: I almost did that for my intro bit.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I, almost, I see. I, see, my brain went to na 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 na. Get a job. <laughs>
2: Congratulations on 13 years of Gigaboots and hopefully as many more to come. Congratulations! I'm th- thank you.
3: I, I assume it's the gift that cycled and not just a random picture of Toji.
2: No, it's just him.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, nice. No, it's the gift. It's the gift. Oh, GIF. okay. Nobody's
2: nobody's clipping him. <laughs> DFW3K, Muckbun, Zoe slumbers. Aw <laughs> Adorable Kristen Fashionably Late Juice of Frost Kyle Bjork Dewey would like to request the Podlord song be Move Under for Armored Core 4. If not, that's okay. He still loves you. Aw. Even despite my shortcomings, right? Crazy monster hunter ryzen and raiden it's spooky month in three days cooper tank captain Amagai may no longer be with us but you still got bountiful blessings I like that he's giving the thumbs up with his left arm over his right shoulder. Right? It's,
4: it's rough. It's even a man e- with style. Even at a small level, he's not planning well.
2: Ochi, when he can't trade in his pup drive for a new iPhone, he's been stuck with the iPhone 5 for many years.
5: <laughs> mm. Poor, uh... poor
2: Ochi. Indigo Sykes. <clears throat> Give it up for hour 91! (laughs) Every day I wake up, Bob. (laughs) If you like cool Wii games like Red Steel 2, I highly recommend Sin and Punishment Star Successor. (laughs) Hey, Bob, I wonder which Podlord this is. It's a mystery. We'll never find out. We'll never find out who's the huge Sin and Punishment 2 fan in the fandom. You definitely can't search for the phrase for the title and find
4: 230 of the posts in that Discord are for one guy. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A group of raccoon
1: getting ready to strike. Why? This is. This I don't is. Have any snacks? Leave me alone.
2: This is like when Bob runs up to the five guys in that fate game, and then these raccoons just pour <laughs> yes. out of every part of the wall. <laughs> Shinji16, heard Bob say on stream he wanted a remake of Hexen. My brother in Christ. A medieval is right here. I don't know, it's based on this image,
1: that looks mid. <laughs> <laughs> a, midi- a medieval isn't Hexen, thank fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I think a medieval would have been uh, received a little bit less favorably if more of it was, where's the switch? Where is it? <laughs>
2: He woke up from the dream. He said the dr- the dream
1: was 92 hours long last night. That's probably my favorite Junji Ito story. I think it's really interesting.
2: The Super Mim.
4: You cannot grasp the true form of Karya's plan.
1: <laughs> That's fucking right.
4: <laughs> no one can. This is the most deranged edit yet, just to be clear. Good god!
2: Sarline. Thomas the Fister is reluctant to fall in love with F099 after what happened to Super Mario Bros. 35 and... and yet. <laughs> Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglespum. Coral abide with (laughs) Rubinyan. Is this your card? I like multi-big think arcs. Uh. Dan, after having to get through 22 episodes of the Amagai arc in two months. (laughs) Oh barges into narrative, fucks motorcycle, refuses to elaborate, leaves. Me, hearing the news that Jim Ryan is finally stepping down. Out of dog.
4: That's a good cat, though. That is a good cat. Very big. Saber, bud, mommy.
1: Jesus Christ. Mm. Personally, I prefer Evil Mommy Saber. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: really? This is surprising. <laughs> Hello, I'm
1: Ebu Boutor. Ebu is
2: meaning smile. Boutor Hoy. Uh, what the uh, fuck is this? Uh, hmm. Void and. Oh, thank God. Jim Wright is gone. Maybe now we can get a remake of Blizzard Squares.
3: <laughs> Anything's possible here in the good timeline. Thank you very much to our pondlords. Thank you, you pond pond lords. lords Thank
5: you, that!
1: More like dead service.
3: <laughs> Games uh, as a graveyard. <laughs>
1: And if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash GB For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to chugging bleach and Pokemon go to the movies Our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended or cut content from shows when indeed such thing exists for you to be given. You also fund a patron exclusive show every month, a uh, half public, half not. If it's a public month, it'll be a really bad thing we had to watch and then talk about. Uh, and you will get a patron exclusive commentary track for that horrible thing you should never watch, such such as X-Men Origins Wolverine, Doctor. Horrible's Sing Along Blog, uh,
2: the test,
1: the test, a movie <sighs> that I'm not fucking surprised you've never heard of. Uh, and more. and on the on the other half of the month, you get to vote on a, it's a patron exclusive show where we review and talk about a good thing, no commentary track. Uh, you also get a movie. Isolation 119, a splendiferous film wherein a man takes a trip to Thailand to solve the injuring of his brother but mostly just gets drunk and picks fights with the locals who are largely also white. It's very confusing. Uh, (laughs) That's patreon.com slash Podcast, and if you don't have any money it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays, rate us on your podcast app of choice. In fact, if if you don't listen to us that way, uh, uh, subscribe that way and just rate us anyway. Uh, And like and leave a comment on this video on YouTube right now if you're listening that way. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Bull- big bullet point number one in the news. Yeah. The rider strike is over. Oh! Whoa. Suck it, Quantum of Suck Ass! <laughs> yeah, we don't have to watch Quantum of Solace. Oh, God, I'm so fucking happy. I'm yeah. so happy we don't have to watch Quantum of Solace.
2: Yeah, we watch shitty movies for a living. We made it 20 minutes of Quantum of Solace went, nah dog
1: yeah that was
2: rough. I, I could better <laughs> uh, spend time
1: the, the deal is not finalized but they got basically everything they wanted yeah
2: the bullets In fact, have i don't come think out. there's
1: a i don't think there's a single thing and, and all it took was california going uh we're gonna let people on strike get unemployment insurance and it was over yeah <laughs> like like once once this cold war became unfeasible and it was it was already unfeasible because a lot of members of the actors' guild and writers' guilds donated so much fucking money to the keep people alive fund. Mm-hmm. But but this made it really unfeasible. So they they went okay. All that shit we said we'll never ever give you. It's impossible and would sink us. We're gonna give it to you. Ah, uh, they're giving them streaming numbers, but everybody has to keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's allowed to know what these actual streaming numbers are. You're not allowed to see them unless they're directly relevant to you. That seems a little sus. I wonder if it's not going nearly as well as they want people to believe. Yes, I I already saw somebody just like post somebody looking really suspicious. It's like how you look when 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 you know the numbers and Netflix is like, it's the best reviewed. It's the best most watched Netflix thing in history. Yes. Every one of those mockbusters they make. Every person on staff will know. Remember Red Notice? No, you don't. Nobody did, (laughs) despite somehow it having, I think, 300 billion watched hours.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Excited for the Red Notice curse content. (laughs) Yeah, that's a committee at that point. Because we got to put like four or five Netflix shows no one remembers.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm trying to. (laughs) Yeah, talk about talk about a fucking episode that's just like trying to grasp sand. Right. <laughs> I swear he was on screen and he
2: made the face and I don't I don't remember anything else. The, oh my god. I think that Rock was there, but then he wasn't <laughs> he was there for ten minutes and then it was Bruce Willis
5: for the rest of the movie. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that was that was big good news. Uh, yeah. The Actors Guild is still on strike. They might be extending the strike to video games very soon. They voted yes, but they aren't officially on strike yet. The companies do have a chance to go, oh, fuck, fine, just take it. <laughs> right? They, like, they have a chance to do that. They probably won't, which means we could get another. Uh, games a year from now are no longer coming out a year from now. They're now two years from now. Mm-hmm. Mm, great. And uh, the Animation Guild renews their contract next year. And now VFX Studios look like they're going to strike soon, too. So
4: go, 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 go. Right? Do it. Do it. <laughs> they do all it need to be way better than they are.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and for people who are like, oh, this is, this is just a left-leaning politics. This doesn't actually monetarily make sense. It's like, no, David Zaslaz has too much money. Yeah. Bust that motherfucker's knees. The people who actually make this shit deserve the money,
4: right? They're, the people at the top have irrational, inconceivable amounts of money. Yeah,
2: orders of magnitude that are incredibly disproportionate. Hmm. Uh, let's let's move on to other news, though. Yo, I hear, and this f- feels insane. It must have taken twenty four years, but. On Steam, they're finally getting PC gamers can finally play Tony Hawk 1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke before anyone writes it in the comments, but thank you for the engagement. Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2 is coming to Steam on October 3rd, which reminded me, it was an epic game store exclusive, a thing that disappeared from my mind entirely.
4: Right, I just assumed it wasn't even on PC.
2: But that was three years or something. That was That was over three years. That it remained exclusive to the Epic game store. I hope they enjoyed that paycheck. Good lord. I look forward to the new era of support the game will get out of this. Uh, I see aggro caught the last minute thing uh, occurring right before this podcast occurred. PlayStation decided to be like, hey, VR games and start unloading shotgun shells into the crowd.
4: Yeah, and just as a blog instead of actually doing a video or anything. Yeah,
3: just numer- several different blog posts. Uh-huh. Cool. Which Luckily, makes it they inc- all link to each other, or I would have lost Foglands in the shovel.
2: Right. Uh, th- I'm going to start with the headliner. That means uh, we now very much... We know that the foundation game journey to foundation the <laughs> vr game based on isaac asimov's writings will be out next month
5: what all right
2: hey Agra.
3: hey you
2: excited for the spoiler cast
3: i mean kind of but are you guys gonna read that book or yeah of course Oh yeah! I mean,
2: I will. I don't. No one else is doing either of the things we're
5: (laughs) just. I'm not buying VR
3: for this. (laughs) The uh, the the trailer for it had some interesting feature stuff, uh, like using gestures to interact with NPCs, as well as using eye tracking, not just to select dialogue options, but mid conversation, look around the room and unlock new conversation topics or oh shit, because they know you've now seen it. It's like, officer, you can't think I'm a murderer. Glances at knife. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm hoping that's what it is.
2: Right. The blog post shows a lot of interesting stuff, but I've learned that I don't trust Sony on the highest end VR exclusives they're propping up because they somehow took what was a really great shooter last gen and made it into an absolute biggest flop on PSVR 2 this gen. And I paid $40 for it. But there's a lot of cool gameplay things here, and it features so many things like haptic feedback, eye tracking, adaptive triggers, controller tracking, and 4K HDR. So that way we can um, have a really smart video game, I'm certain of it. Um, I'm very excited for this because I will fall into the hole that says AAA VR. I will go under the box with the stick propping it up that has AAA VR game written in it <laughs> uh-huh. every time. I, I'm i not going to learn. Uh, what are, what about these other games though, Agro? What else have we got?
3: One of them, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was uh, they announced Among Us VR coming to PSVR 2. Did we not already know that?
2: I thought we already knew that, but that might be wrong it might have been a meta exclusive marketing thing until now
3: oh maybe that's uh okay i thought it showed up at a state of play but i guess i was mistaken Uh, i thought it did too so why are they pretend whatever i don't know we still don't have a date for it but they did say it's going to be 9.99 when it launches
2: oh wow that's really bold they're going to charge 999 dollars for among (laughs) us that's
3: yeah i mean it's a really premium experience fuck you can use eye tracking to no wait they have those visors on fuck uh (laughs) we got a new trailer and a release date for tiger blade which just i mean you got a gun you got a katana you got a grappling hook it's basically right seal yeah your scott's on yes (laughs) can't wait november 17th
2: I actually saw trailers for this a while ago, and it wasn't announced for PSVR. And I'm like, that looks great. It would be great if that came over to PS. Oh, it is! Hooray!
5: Yay! <laughs>
3: Hooray! Heroes of Forever uh, was announced. It is an arcade-style gallery shooter, like uh, Time Crisis or Police Nine One One. If you had a really sick arcade, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. It uh, looks like, you know, low poly, you're basically just warping into different time periods. Like there was a weird alien one. There is one that looked like a 90s Hong Kong movie. There was one that looked like World War II, but there was a giant robot. Uh, where is it? Also has up to four player co-op. Ooh. Yeah. So that's interesting. See, going down the list here, Tin Hearts, you might remember from already being a game. Uh, it (laughs) (laughs) It is a lemmings sort of game where you're kind of standing in the middle of the room and there are tin soldiers spawning and you've got to direct them to get from one end of the room to the other and, you know, like bounce off drums and now ride a balloon and like put this book there so they'll turn left. Oh, okay. Yes, that is getting a demo on November 2nd. It's apparently six levels out of the 50 or so from the full game. Cool. Uh, Yeah, they said it's a story, a narrative-based puzzle adventure, which, yeah, I guess that counts as a puzzle game. Yeah. Looks neat as shit. Can't wait. Journey Foundation we already covered. And then The Foglands, which is a roguelike shooter, uh, apparently coming out October 32nd interesting thing about this one uh it's coming out both vr and just regular fps mode on your tv at the Ooh. same time
5: huh
2: interesting um yeah we've actually known this was coming to psvr2 since february uh it was shown off early on back then when they were getting people excited for this it looks really neat i'm glad it also has a normal way to play without the vr
3: yeah that's that's really interesting it's like there are some games where that's just not a good idea
2: no yeah
3: but if they if they can pull that off functionally that that'd be really interesting
2: it would be a really good comparison point though for explaining why vr is so much cooler right because just using a controller to play a game because I'm sorry. I'm already imagining the death stream where chat gets to decide the mode we're in, and the game just gets way less fun every time we go back to shitty normal
4: controllers.
3: I know it's early, but I was already disappointed that this uh, PlayStation Blog VR Day event did not contain the announcement of Baldur's Gate 3 for PSVR 2. Because (laughs) that camera is doing some heavy lifting in that game, but there's a lot to lift, and God above, I would love to be able to just walk around my living room looking at that map from a godlike perspective. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet.
2: Oh, man. Well, that's it uh, for the PSVR's uh, P- PlayStation Blogs VR block. Uh, let's move on to Bob news. Bob,
4: I hear you got thumbnail worthy news. It's true. Hideki Kami is leaving Platinum Games on October 12th this year. That's like only a few weeks away. He's basically out. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like he's going to continue making games like both the Platinum Games thing in his own tweets allude to, yeah, I I will keep doing what I'm doing somewhere, but we don't know what what he's doing, where he's going.
1: The tweets he made made it sound like the way he framed it, he says, I have to resign because of my personal morals and, and beliefs, which makes me think either one... That we're about to get a Platinum Games acquired announcement. Or two, or two, they're so fucking in on this service game shit that it's like nothing gets to be untouched. Mm-hmm.
2: Could you fucking imagine? Could you fucking imagine? It's just like Tencent bottom. Copy, it, could, it might it be racist. Be,
1: <laughs> it could be anyone. It could be Tencent. It could be NetEase. It could be fucking Nintendo. Yeah, it could be Square Enix.
2: I mean, it also could be Microsoft.
1: I don't think Microsoft is going to attempt shit until the books (laughs) are closed on Activision.
5: Yeah,
3: Mm -hmm. Embracer accidentally activates the buyout. Oh no, 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 no! (laughs) Uh, They hit the one-click checkout.
4: For people to know, he's not just like a like director or game designer there. He's also the vice president of that company.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: Insanely high. There's. That, that
1: makes me think that makes me think that it maybe maybe that isn't an acquisition because i assume he'd get some fucking enormous sum of money if he stayed through an acquisition but right. he's also the kind of guy that'd be like no fuck you i don't
2: but he's also that a lot of times with acquisitions they have terms where you have to stay yeah certain people yeah, have to say certain true. amounts of time so maybe he he saw that print and he's like
4: no right that's, he may have gotten some offer that he couldn't reviews elsewhere
2: mm like some sort think, of Capcom like, needs more people in their right, M2 or, or, or anywhere see, else. Or
4: NetEase will just do a whole studio.
1: Like, everybody's expanding right now. All the smart studios are like, we're expanding our development things. We don't have enough. Meanwhile, Ubisoft's like, we have way too many, please, please. We don't know how to make a game. So it could be it could be anything. But this... I'm not inclined to believe Platinum has much time left anymore
2: yeah if anything this my
4: first thought hearing this news is oh platinum's fucked yeah this is really worrying for them
2: because like i'm not even someone who thinks like Kamiya is a really cool virtuous guy who's really smart and makes all the (laughs) best decisions this is just like they got to be doing something to drive him away and he's vice president
4: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah like you have to be fucking up in these specific ways for him to want to leave
2: and everyone associates platinum with him
1: yeah
4: for sure like his he's there as creative director on half of their games or something it's ludicrous how many times areas he is like well if he's not the main guy he is referenced somewhere in and like oh he did this or he assisted something yeah like they try to get his name on basically every game they release mm-hmm. um <laughs> they started it out that project gg uh i think it was 2020 we haven't heard about anything about it then. that's the Ultraman S game he was working on. Yeah, I thought it'd yeah, be. Yeah, I paradise. think that's just gone. Yeah, yeah, that's now, now it's got to be dead. And as other than as that, I don't know what's coming from Platinum.
0: Uh huh. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. And they got these two
4: two Bayonetta games out, and then he leaves immediately. Almost. <sighs> yeah, I don't know.
2: I have no hope for Platinum after this. I'll still look into an Astral Chain 2 unless they send up the worst flags you could imagine from trailers yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: something from that director specifically I'll be like, okay, sure.
4: Yeah, there's him and then the main director on Bayos 3. Those are the two like New Blood people that they are there. They're like, okay, maybe this will be all right. Mm-hmm. but i i don't know what they're even doing we, they, we
1: yeah we they don't have anything they don't have anything announced right now except that game that's canceled on, but now obviously
4: right and then the the guy who worked on melior rising was attached to Babylon's fall uh-huh. so obviously the director can't save something if it's all going if they're all going all live service right of course um yeah i don't know this does seem like real bad for them
1: man man if they're if they're really doubling down on that live service thing like fucking look around chief look at the industry we may have multiple other stories this
0: week about things you could be observing and going oh yeah yeah let's move on yeah of course uh <laughs> chadley has been confirmed for final fantasy
4: 7 rebirth oh my god they also showed a lot of other things like fast travel and a new mini game with some sort of card game and other stuff. But I think what people really wanted to know is if Chadley was going to be in the game or not. And he's the, yeah,
1: he gives uh, he gives Cloud the Chad module, which is basically uh, that game's version of the overlay that shows you what things are on, in like in the in the world space.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: That's all I got for that. <laughs> Chad heads rise up. Uh Shirin the Wanderer, the Mystery Dungeon of Serpent Coil Island. Just, just barely fits on screen. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> the game that was at the Nintendo Switch uh direct, the only in Japan, got announced for a US release. So it's coming to West in February twenty seven. So I was like, okay, that's coming over here. Now where's the Goemon game? <laughs> um let's see the legend of legacy hd is coming out being remastered for ps5 ps4 and switch in 2024 this is a 2015 3ds game it has a pretty neat art style though uh, probably check it out it's worked on by some of the people who worked on the ds dragon quest games and a bunch of other stuff throughout the years like metal max and other stuff
2: excited for anything to escape the 3ds
4: yeah yeah it's it's one of those games that had a really nice art style and it was like well too bad it sucked there <laughs> Uh, and then my last thing, Horizon for Red and West complete edition was announced. It's going to be 60 bucks coming out October 6th for PS5. Uh, it comes with Burning Shores, the, the expansion pack and the a digital soundtrack art book and comic book. And also it's coming to PC early next year. We don't know exactly when but the ports being done by Nix is...
2: Okay. So it'll be quality, right? Like those guys have literally
0: missed never. Cool. Uh, that's it for Bob news chris oh boy right what <laughs> okay well, I'll, I'll just go in whatever
1: fucking order i please okay. um uh this happened right as we went live that kotor remake's apparently canceled mm. uh, they have taken down all blog posts referencing it on official sources they've taken down all the trailers i'm option one it's canceled option two they're about to re-announce it'd be like it got rebooted with a totally fucking different studio. None of that. Nothing even remotely similar to what we showed you is accurate.
2: Yeah, I mean, it uh, changed studios entirely over a year ago now. Right. So either it's it, dead it's or they so, need to rebrand entirely.
1: It's so weird to delete the trailers and stuff. That feels like it almost never happens. Plus, I'm sure Embracer's about to shut down a spear.
2: Right. Yeah. Aspire, yeah.
1: Yeah, Aspire. So, yeah... I, I stream, it dies. That, that's how this shit seems to work.
2: Why are you like this? I, I mean, look, we can, all, we can all agree, though, that this power is for good, because that time you took your camera over to Jim Ryan's house and just interviewed him was
0: <laughs> really important for the entire industry. I, God, I need to put out a press release to clarify what this means. Right? Cause I assume dead.
4: Yeah, maybe we're right around. Maybe there's gonna be another state of play, and we're gonna see it again real soon. Uh-huh.
2: Maybe the I'd game sure awards, hope,
1: yay! I sure hope that happens, because I really do want that to come out, so I can be like, look, they, 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 because that game is is fucking a, a saltine. You could you could add some fucking seasoning to it with a remake. <laughs> Uh, NVIDIA's French offices were raided by authorities over non competitive practices. Who the fuck knows what that means? Um, apparently, it was
2: regarding cloud computing.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm very interested
2: in what they could physically find in their offices that would lead to anti competitive practices in cloud computing. That, especially since it's NVIDIA, not Amazon. <laughs>
1: They announced Time Spinner 2. Oh, I guess I got to go play Time Spinner 1. No, you don't. (laughs) Time Spinner 2, Time Spinner, maybe Time Spinner 2 will be better. Time Spinner 1 is like what I picture in my brain when it's one of those games that's like, look at this gorgeous sprite art indie game. There's a demo. They've been working on it for four years. And then they crowdfund and they're like, Oh, fuck, we have to actually make the rest of the game now instead of repeatedly polishing this chunk we already made. So you get through, like, the first 30 minutes of that game and the quality, like, falls off a cliff?
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Because it's not shit they spent years and years polishing. And it's like... Nothing in that trailer implied this wasn't going to be the same thing. Yeah,
4: it looked so weirdly like it was more of the same stuff, even with the same art and things. Like, it... I thought that it being two it would look different at all and it doesn't seem to. Also, I thought that the pixel artist might get better at making portrait art. <laughs> that didn't
1: happen. Yeah, it's it, it's just like one notch below par. It's like I'm I, like I'm like guys Sea of Stars just came out. You got to do a little bit better now. I'm sorry. Like we're past the we're past the early seventh gen, or I mean early eighth gin days where it's like well if you squint it kind of looks like an old game mm-hmm. like you kind of have to do better nowadays
2: yeah the bar has been moved for sure
1: chris metzen's in charge of warcraft again
2: chris who's chris metzen
1: <laughs> uh well he used to be in charge of warcraft and then he left the company and they fucked up every single thing about warcraft since then And then they said Chris Metzen please come back Please come back to fix Warcraft And he went okay
2: Chris Metzen with your nose so bright Could you guide my fucking company We're dying Um,
1: (laughs) He actually came back in September of last year A year ago Uh, No it was December last year Where he's a creative advisor For the Mm -hmm. Warcraft franchise And now he is executive creative director of the warcraft universe
2: cool good for him
1: <laughs> this this is gonna be this is like if two years from now they're like jeff kaplan's back to fix overwatch 2 oh god
3: <laughs> no bring chris metzen in to fix overwatch 2 i want to play Sarfang in overwatch god
1: damn it
3: like like luke skywalker
1: said no one's ever really gone but you know the the state of Warcraft has been dire for a while. I'm re- and Blizzfest, uh, BlizzCon is next month. Well, not next month, but November, about a month from now. So maybe maybe they'll reveal something big. They apparently already cut um, Dragonflight, the current WoW expansion, like short. They're like, normally there's three big patches. This is only getting two. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, it's like his his advice of the creative of this game for the year leading up to this. Don't do that. They won't. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs>
1: so it's entirely possible they announce the next WoW expansion at this BlizzCon.
2: Well, at very least, me and Bob have escaped being trapped in a, in a WoW trailer that will never
4: end during opening nightlife. <laughs>
1: it's, man. Yeah, it'll be at the Video Game Awards this time. I,
4: I hope that uh,
1: Warcraft 4. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. I like I Warcraft. Might, I, it, I might, if it's a new expansion, I might even go check it out. I'll be like, sure, whatever. Mm. Maybe he'll even fix all the, sh- maybe he'll even fix the thing that broke the game. Or at least put in a, a, a class, like a classic servers for a version of the game I like. <laughs> And then I'll be trapped in in hour 92 where it's like we're going live again with Mists of Pandaria Classic. (laughs) Oh my god! Today today I'll be gathering herbs for six hours so I can level alchemy on this alt. (laughs)
2: So, knowing things about your life, how does it feel to have come full circle but now strangers on the
0: internet watch you? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good, honestly. (laughs) Right?
1: <laughs> Let's see. So uh, there's this game called Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden.
4: This is made by the Remember Me team, right? Is <gasps> it? Is it Donut? I think it is. I'm, I, I'm not sure. There's two different ones. I, I think
1: ones. it's Focus Entertainment. Okay. 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 It's an action game that is maybe Soulsian. It has very had very Soulsy looking shit in it.
2: I'm. I'm starting. And you to had this. like,
1: you had like the Estus counter for healing. So I assume it was. I assume it's a, it's a Soulsy type thing. But uh, anyway, it was going to come out November seventh, and then they looked at the uh, looked at what was coming out around, and went, "Oh, uh, we're moving to February 13th. And then I guess didn't look around that and went, "Oh, right, <laughs> right the, this, this no, my,
4: I I double check. This is Dope not not. Yeah.
1: This is more choosing where you get to die than, like, making a decision that meaningfully alters your fate. Right.
4: Yeah. No, I'll launch next to what? Oh, oh. well, we'll move. That's
2: okay. We'll launch here next to... Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: can, we, can, can we delay it again? Can we delay it another... You Guys, just put it in March. No, nothing's in March as far as we know. Come on. A uh, bunch of fucking netflix shit got shown
2: yeah yeah that's crazy
1: uh they showed a teaser of the dmc netflix it looks like it'll be a prequel pop probably because he looks like dmc3 dante and doesn't have the doesn't have ebony and ivory yet uh it's by studio Mir. they did voltron cora and that new superman show that nobody actually watches <sighs> people um, watch it that mm. There's also a fucking Tomb Raider show, which is explicitly reboot Tomb Raider wrong decision. Yeah, what were they thinking? And it is by legendary television, which made that Pacific Rim show nobody watched, and that King Kong show nobody watched. <laughs>
4: no those those two literally no one watched, yeah, yeah, that's no, that is absolutely the case.
1: And then they sh- and they then they showed a trailer for Captain Laser Hawk a Blood Dragon remix, which comes out October nineteenth.
4: Rayman, I guess, is gonna be a, a returning character in that. Yeah, they were I, like, I guess it, it being Blood
2: Dragon means we can do zany things. Here's a billion Ubisoft references, and you Rayman's a main character. Is that really
1: you, you, you gonna make it? You gonna make a new Rayman game, assholes? You gonna make a new Rayman game?
2: Yeah, right after Beyond Good and Evil two.
0: Um. Uh. So
1: Sega has canceled Hyenas all capital letters. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, uh I don't blame you. Right, but if fair. you don't know what that is, it was a Sega live service nightmare where you picked hideous looking hero classes and ran around like a derelict space station picking up 80s and 90s memorabilia. Like that was the goal. You had like that was you ran around like oh look, it's a it's a fancy so- it's a 16-bit Sonic Genesis statue. Oh, get big money. Oh, oh, canceled. It never got out of beta dead before. we're going to have to update the fucking dead on a dead on arrival online game award this year to the uh, never came out online game award.
4: (laughs) We're
2: we're dead before arrival. (laughs) I don't know. It might be an easier to decide category. We say live service game that survived this year. It's like, what? What is it? No, we can't nominate Fortnite again. That's cheating. <laughs> God, yeah. This was... People were not hot on the beta. I've heard people mm-hmm. talk about it like... I think... What was it? Jeff Gersman talked about it? I can't remember. But they were like... Not especially hot on the beta. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to check that out at some point.
0: No? No. Apparently not. Not, not for you. <sighs> Uh, they also announced um, some other shit that was in development
1: that we didn't announce are also now canceled.
4: I wonder if they were more live service games.
1: <laughs> Man, It is the, the it, reaping season. If the end of this year is just all that shit dying uh-huh. completely, like everybody gives up, I'll be so happy.
2: It's feel, it feels great. Yeah, it
1: feels like that's what's happening.
2: <sighs> Anyways, good luck to Sony's game, Um the Hemp
4: sandwiched on the Spaceship. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Watchdogs, but
1: Fair Games, game. yeah,
4: Fair Games,
2: Fair
1: Hell fair, Divers. That's the Jade too. Raymond
2: one, and yeah, Hell, Hell Divers. Wow.
1: Concord,
2: Concord. That's the name of Hand Sandwich, the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a bold statement. And say we're probably never fucking seeing Concord again. Probably not.
4: Uh, yeah, I feel like the only one of those that will actually launch is probably Marathon
2: fair games
1: is, is supposedly almost done so that's what like, they say come out
2: they said that shit was supposed to launch by the end of the year they also said that about hell divers 2 and that got pushed so
1: hell divers 2 is definitely coming out
2: yeah yeah but it was supposed out. to come out by the end of the year and it is no longer is what i'm saying so hell divers is coming out uh, uh Bear games we haven't seen fucking anything of that but it's supposed <laughs> to be close to done question mark <laughs>
1: in was other he lied li- news real quick was that before did they say that
2: before
4: Bungie visited Jade Raymond studio because maybe I, we don't know we don't know when they visited Jade Raymond studio do we no
1: let them all be cancelled I want it to be a fucking wasteland
5: <laughs> yeah. it'd be so good
1: uh, so, so Tim Sweeney's a bitch ass liar oh why is that? So uh, all this year, every time a tech company did layoffs, Tim Sweeney like sweatily ran up into the replies. And he's like, you don't really have to do layoffs. Uh, you just you just want to. Uh, you, you 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 CEOs love to say you're tightening your belts when, you just, when other people have to pay for it. Here's me posting a picture of a shield wall and saying this is Epic Games during a recession. We won't give up a single job, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess who just laid off 16% of their workforce?
2: Oh, 16%. That seems like a small amount. Uh, do we have it's a hard number? Oh, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of goddamn
4: people. That is an insane <laughs> amount of fucking people. It's almost like mm. Epic is huge. Huh. Uh,
1: so they laid off 870 people. According to Tim Sweeney, very few of them were in quote unquote core development roles. Uh, remember last year when we said they, they, uh, they bought Bandcamp for no reason? We were like, why the fuck did you buy Bandcamp, Tim Sweeney? Yeah. Uh, they didn't know either. <laughs> because they sold it They they have sold it to a marketing company That's probably going to fuck it up, Left, right, center, backwards, forwards
0: Man, acquisitions fucking suck Yeah, they do mm.
1: uh, They had some marketing bullshit Thing called Super Awesome That is now almost entirely detached also uh, Sweeney says We invested too much money In stupid fucking bullshit Like buying Bandcamp Ooh woo,
3: yeah, it's not uh, an investment when it's that stupid asshole, right? That's just so, so, you went on shopping spree
1: we're We're pivoting to selling user created content that we only get sixty percent of the sales of, so our margins are lower. We don't have as much money. Ooh, woo, woo uh, so mediatonic, the people who made fall guys, you know, that really fucking successful game. Uh, they got acquired by Epic, like, Six months after that game came out, it was wasn't that long after. Mm. Uh, They're gutted, like almost the whole studio. I think got laid off, Mm. and that game was big and successful, and about to do a fucking collaboration with Final Fantasy XIV. So it's not like that game isn't still making money. But with that's the thing about these acquisitions, you can be as successful, you can be the most successful fucking division in the world. But if some dickhead in in a corporate suite says. Well, we're simplifying mm-hmm. we want to focus on our core practices your ass will get cut for no fucking reason i assume development of this game will just switch to other people they're keeping but jesus christ guys yeah
4: yeah allegedly that studio is not completely closed but it, of course they were, it was an insane amount of layoffs.
2: I mean, people in the office have rearranged the letters Media Tonic to Decimation because they have the fucking le- wooden
0: letters for their name. Uh, so that's just sitting in their office right now. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I'm yeah, so sick of this shit. Right? Fuck you, Tim Sweeney.
2: What, the fucking Bandcamp then. Like, on top of everything else, that one's the most, like... Why did you buy it? Yeah, what were you even doing? What was your plan? (laughs) Tim? Yes, I
0: hear you talk up the Jokai crest, but I'm not sure it's going to do anything. (laughs) If anyone's wondering why he looks the way he does in the thumbnails, because I told Photoshop to make him angry.
2: (laughs) 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 What a good feature they they charge people for.
1: (laughs) We talked about the Tim Sweeney shit a little bit. We should probably talk about it a little more. I feel like we didn't go very... You mean the Jim Ryan thing? Yeah. Yes, the Jim Ryan shit. Yeah, we
2: talked about the Tim plenty, but what about the Jim? Let's do
1: it. Jim Ryan's leaving uh, Sony in March of next year. Uh, He's being replaced by, I forget the name, a, a very, very long time, like, almost founder of Sony guy,
0: who, like... He joined Sony in '85.
4: But yeah, he's like the interim guy when they find Hiroki someone.
1: Hiroki Totoki. Hiroki Totoki. Yeah, but the fact that like it, it, it's weird that it's so long, and they're also going to somebody who's explicitly interim, which makes me think it's less "I'm warming the chair until we find somebody" and more. I got to write this fucking ship and hire someone who will continue my game plan.
3: Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I've decided to retire. I'm like, no, I, I think they're throwing your ass out under the street and tossing the burning rags of your tawdry fucking live service shill after you. There's
1: like Jim, like PlayStation under Jim Ryan made a lot of mistakes. Like all that live service stuff is one mistake the the singular focus on shit like horizon and the absolute biggest most successful games re-release them over and over and over was a mistake shutting down sony japan was a mistake you should have fixed that studio instead of shut it down like just closing it was a major unfor- like even if they were terrible find new people and build a new one there's like an there's like a pr element to that studio existing that you just tossed out Mm. and frankly based on the numbers we have sony ain't doing so fucking hot in japan so i imagine at some level the other leadership was like we're we're not turning into fucking xbox in what is still technically our home market guys we need to we need to identify the problems here and try and fix it
2: not just simply not care right yeah 100 percent um, it's, uh, it's really funny because I believe he said living in Europe, but working basically out of the United States is very complicated uh-huh. and he's looking forward to, you know, spending more time at his home in Europe. I do like, That's, that's why yeah. is that, uh, a lot of people don't realize like he basically has only been over Sony for the tail end of the PS4 and the PS5. Yeah. So when you think about what defines Jim Ryan's career, it's greenlighting 10 fucking games as a, as a service games, yeah. live service games. It's not even these cinematic third-person high-fidelity AAA games. No, that's not him. Returnal and its price point it came out as is definitely him because that game was in short enough development cycle and the price point doesn't make any fucking sense. $70 for Returnal made sense to literally no human on Earth. Because that is not a God of War Ragnarok. That's not a Grand Turismo 7. You sent that game out to die at the wrong price point. You are gonna charge
1: 70 for fucking PlayStation. Wait, what is it Destruction, Destruction All-Stars.
5: All-Stars. Mm. Yeah, there's there's
1: all those choices. There's shut there's there's the bad performance in Japan, which I think
2: That is him. Like, yeah.
1: Like the Japan studio shutting down. Like you get this in the United States too. We've talked about this before, where it's like if if, if Tencent bought Xbox, Xbox fans would like start carving swastikas into their forehead. Like mm-hmm. they would not accept mm-hmm. that. I'm sure the perceived Westernization of Sony caused problems with their Japanese audience. I know for a yeah. fact
2: it does. I've heard many Japanese people on message boards expressing exactly that. And
4: mm-hmm.
1: it's not even so shutting it, so shutting down just Sony Japan and just. Oh, no, we just don't have a Japanese studio anymore. Get fucked.
2: Oh, well, they do, like, but they won't brand it as one. They just want to call a team Asobi. Right. So
1: like a dev y-
4: studio, like a small one compared right. to what you might expect from I, Sony. I
2: mean, Sony Japan was small for the longest time. That's, That's why true. they co-developed games, mm-hmm. because they can't really make their own outside of Gravity Rush 2 the NAC 2, their magnum opuses of 8th gen.
4: And Also, he brought an like, era of being, being Europe-centric, was always focusing on horizon (laughs) no we needed a lot we needed a vr game a multiplayer
2: game Uh an mmo a weird mmo that's being who's making that netties
1: arena net arena net yeah
2: yeah that's insane bro make an ape escape (laughs) just one like that's better as a decision than making all these horizon things i feel like
1: Yeah, and like, it it has to be these fucking service things being a a large part of why Jim Ryan's getting bounced, because like four days ago, he had that weird, uh, we're going to continue making those big, pretty third-person games that make millions of dollars every single time we release one. We promise we're going to keep doing that. makes me think, oh, none of those service games are going to work out, are they?
2: Yeah, I mean, we've been sitting here, what is it, four months straight of bad news about
4: the development of these live service games. Four yeah. months straight of this, May was when Bungie started going around and shutting shit down. That means he was also over every one of those acquisitions of a studio that was brand new and untested. Yes. To to make one of these service games. Yes. So they've wasted a ton of money doing that and buying Bungie, whose only thing they've contributed is apparently has been
1: telling them, no, you shouldn't release any of these games. He also like... <laughs> Forspoken's still on him. That's still a deal he signed. Uh buying the devs of concrete genie and then decapitating them earlier this year mm-hmm. right because and, their, yeah. their game wasn't good enough by whatever standards they had set
2: right and that that's the thing he needs every game to be the same tier of game mm-hmm. like returnal clearly has a half of the game that's shoved in to make
4: it more like the rest of sony's catalog the house shit is not congruent with the rest of that game yeah and it would probably be half the budget without it right in a better game and a better game That was a $40 game when it came out and it didn't have the house shit.
2: That
1: would have done so much better. Yeah, I, like, in the pet, like, since we've (sighs) been doing Big Think Dimension, I don't think Sony has released, like, a single thing I'd call, like, a mid-tier game. Like, the closest is, like, stuff like Concrete Genie and Stray, but those have prestige elements of being really strongly narrative.
2: They released exactly one. Astros
1: playroom, <laughs> mm, the packing game. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine, it's, I imagine, like the other executives were like, we're focusing on all this shit that's bombing everywhere else in the industry, and that the peep, the people you bought to be the overseers, are saying is bad. You've made us so hyper fixated on one type of game that it's hurting us in in specific regions that maybe don't like that fucking kind of game as much. It just feels like Jim Ryan is like has like almost been as destructive as Phil Spencer.
4: yeah, but at least they're kicking him out,
1: <laughs> right. yeah, no. And yeah. that's the thing. like saying
2: Phil Spencer is the only destructive force at Microsoft, an entity that is nothing but entropy for good products, uh, is really giving him too much credit. <laughs> uh because don matrick was there right before right plenty it, it feels like two two maybe three people will just rapid fire ruined the end of the 360 and the beginning of the xbox one and then phil spencer comes in it's like what's your radical idea And he's like i hope the netflix model works <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: we should make studio we should buy studios because we can't make it any- they made one and then they made them make gears yep Uh, yeah, I'm so fucking glad Jim's gone. Fuck Jim. I, He's I, the I'm, worst. I'm, I feel like every person who's trying to be generous to be like, maybe Jim wasn't all bad. I'm like, no, literally every positive I've heard every single person say, credit to Sean Layden. He didn't greenlight the ghost of
1: Tsushima. That shit was years of development before Jim Ryan takes over. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't think anything that Jim, that Jim Ryan would have greenlit has come out yet. Right. I, man, it spider-man 2
5: right good job Jimmy. you had a
1: real fucking vision there <laughs> i don't even think that i think even that was probably greenlit before him i mean
2: maybe just when did barely he become yeah. head of Sony? it would have been sometime in 2018
1: 2019 so spider-man Fuck. was already out and successful so of no shit it was already greenlit Right. I mean, obviously, even if it was his decision, it's like, "No shit, fucking Jim, you should make Spider-Man too so so'm I'm, I'm kind of worried that we, it, like that they're now looking at like what it's coming out over the next three years of PlayStation, all this shit that, you, that is too bad to ship, that, that, that is in a genre that is dead. Well, here's the great
2: news about that. You know what that means. They're going to have to start greenlining a lot smaller things and start co-funding a lot of smaller things was this his
4: plan no it wasn't his plan it's the new guy's (laughs) plan plan. it's the new guy's escape plan (laughs)
1: plan. it's new it's god's plan and i'm starting to believe right (sighs) um nothing like we we beat on cg trailers constantly on this show if they do like a playstation showcase and it's like here's a bunch of smaller games that have obviously aren't anywhere near done cg trailers like here's ape escape we're, we're bringing back some kind of RPG with a remake or a remaster. Here's like three other things. I, I'm going to clap, like, see, I'm going to be like, oh, the pivot, the pivot is real. Of course, mm-hmm. because that would not only be a change of the plan,
2: dun, 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 dun.
1: it would also
2: be new for Sony. Sony doesn't do a lot of CG trailers in the not deliver, except for uh, Concord, which is not coming fair out. Fair Games. Yeah, Fair Games is also I feel like Fair Games out. might come out. Concord isn't. There's like, hell would freeze over. If Concord
5: Concordan.
2: came out. That's the one. And, and, and obviously, KOTOR remake. Oh, yeah. Now. Is,
4: is yeah, looking, apparently. It's
2: looking like maybe not. Um, so, yeah, of course. Of course, there's a state of play where they announce a bunch of new games. One, that would be radical for Sony because under Jim, they've just stopped talking to everyone.
4: Yeah. It's been crazy going through the last few years of just nothing. The
2: entire nothing. Jim run is us just on Radio Silent for no reason.
5: Mm-hmm
4: and apparently though, these games are going well
2: well yeah though no, there's a reason over there but there's no reason to not even acknowledge spider-man 2 until four months before it launches yeah
4: yeah that's crazy
2: there's no reason to not acknowledge the wolverine game you talked about two years ago is still in development mm-hmm. like um, that's not ps4 sony that's a new sony
5: yeah
4: and also jim just has that ire for classic game catalog that's been
1: is makes no sense
4: yeah it makes no sense and we've been hearing about it since before he even took over right like every time old games came out it was like no why would anyone play that
1: yeah so they launched a fucking tier of this bullshit service supposed to be about that and then didn't fucking release anything in it
4: and didn't even talk about it after they launched it. right they don't they don't make a deal out
2: of it that's like look at nintendo they're not doing that they're not being like
4: coming up this next month in some thing anyone cares about right they're not making power thirst ads
2: like nintendo is yeah why did they do that for excite 64 why did what the fuck was that about but anyway ignoring the power thirst ad, it worked It's true. We're talking about it. So clearly it had an effect. If anyone comes up to me, Hey, do you know a great place to play Excitebike 64? I will know beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's on their expansion pack. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they, they, they are not managing it well. And uh, somebody who's overly generous to Jim Ryan in a way I would never be still said Jim Ryan is undoubtedly the worst CEO PlayStation has ever had. And I'm like,
4: yeah, yeah. It's not even close. Bring me back Jack Trenton. Kevin Baker.
5: Or, or
2: Yeah, Kevin Baker was his name, right? The fake. Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler. Kevin but- Kevin Baker's the director of Isolation 119. <laughs> Kevin Butler! <laughs> Kevin Butler's a fake CEO, and he's a better CEO. Right? Than Jim Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's insane how bad of a CEO he's been.
4: Yeah. He,
2: he has no claim to any of the good things that Sony has made. He has all the claims
1: to all of the horrible things on the horizon.
3: Including all that horizon.
1: Yep. It's, God, wouldn't it be funny if they're just like, no, no, all, all those horizon projects are canceled. Yeah, they work th- on horizon, horizon three. three.
4: Why, would, why would we make all this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of those is even being made at Gorilla. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't. I'm, actually, maybe two of them
2: uh they were co-developing the mmo and now it seems more hands-off like they're making that or they were co they are making the multiplayer game but it sounds like someone else might be supporting and doing the thrust of that because okay, that's how all of these things go right because
4: I, I saw the weird early leaks of like the monster hunter
0: like thing and then i know they're also the shooter that's rumored should be in the universe hmm. yeah but yeah that's um Fuck you,
4: Jim Ryan. Oh yeah, and then his last, his magnum opus was raising the price of every single PlayStation Plus. Yeah, <laughs> which I which everyone be surprised. hated. Go ahead. I'll,
1: you can buy the portal already, right? Yes. N-
4: Wait, no. You can went pre-order out. pre-orders, so you can put money on it.
1: I, I'm I won't be surprised if it's like, yeah, we're doing one fucking shipment of those, and then never having any of those made ever again.
2: I mean, if they're still selling it by this time this next year, I'll be surprised, but.
1: Like that, that's definitely a bonehead, like wh- just so much of Jim Ryan's shit. And and this is the thing that lots of people have pointed out, not just me. These fucking tech morons are like yeah. that dude's doing something I'm going to do. And it's like, yeah. but he's not successful doing it. And it's like, Bleh. yeah, he will be successful when I do it. Right, it's a big thing
4: that's happening, so obviously it's successful, even if it's not. Oh man, if there was only a really brilliant book about some godlike figure shrugging,
2: written by a brilliant woman who's not a hypocrite, about rich people chasing the other
1: business exercises of other rich people without finding out if it's a good idea first! Yeah, it's like, so much of Jim (laughs) Ryan's tenure has been like, let's chase, let's do what Microsoft's doing, and I'm like, guys, they're not successful, they're barely a competitor, why are you copying them?
4: Yeah, they, they are the distant third. Hey, at
2: very least, they didn't devalue anything they're doing, um, even if they did. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Sony. It's, it's... So anyways, this whole segment is why when I see someone in chat or maybe in the comments be like, someone worse will replace him. No! No, there's never been anyone. Shut worse. the fuck up. Like, yes, it's entirely possible that every day we live on Earth, gravity may cease to exist one day and we all float into space. <laughs> but for now, please sound a little more sane.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, again, Hiroki Totoki taking over. Like, that has the energy of. I am going to set up a business plan and put someone in this chair to enact my fucking plan. Like, this doesn't come off like, I'm seat-warming until we find someone good. You don't get, like,
0: a long-term veteran to do that. I'm very interested in who the next
2: person will be because it really feels like Jim Ryan literally... And you can see this. This isn't, like... Sometimes you get crazy talk from fanboys, like really fucking crazy. Like, oh, this person clearly fucked over all these people. Mm -hmm. You could tell. It is clear. Jim Ryan put the media presence of everyone else who could be competition to him eventually. Like he lowered the volume on literally everyone in Sony.
4: Yeah. Shuhei Yoshida, I hardly hear about. I I know about things he does because I follow him on Twitter and that's it. Yeah. And he doesn't tweet much.
2: Yeah. Like, everyone else inside of Sony that was an important figure has had the volume turned on to them hardcore. Like, I, just way down. To the point where it's like, name someone other than Shuhei who's still there. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, all of those people who left Sony did so when Sean left.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like, when um, and Boys. Yeah. And Geo Corsi. Corsi, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I could have that timeline wrong, but it really does seem like they all just sort of got out.
4: I feel like it was just a few, like maybe a year or two mm-hmm. after, but yeah, it was very shortly.
2: Also, I forgot to mention during the epic segment that very high up people in Fortnite left right before this news. They left like Jeez. a week or two ago. So
4: man, even even Fortnite is dying, like in some to some degree. It's it, the power is lessening. So oh man, yeah, it, it, service it, games it, as a whole just it's good.
1: it it, it, it's good. it really seems like. Like, like the epic shit was like Tim Sweeney going, Well, obviously, Fortnite will continue to grow and make more money every quarter forever. Uh oh. <sighs> to be concluded, they were
2: expecting something. <laughs> Who knows what.
3: Uh, Bob whoops. made. Go ahead. I was going to say, Whoops, the bounding of a finite physical universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have maximum saturation. That, what do you mean?
4: How could that happen?
2: Bob made the joke, uh, during one of our streams yesterday when we found out. So, thus, during the dragon quest one stream that mark
4: surdy takes over and i'm like that dude's a contractor He isn't even in sony <laughs> yeah it's the same thing that happened when cause or right. when uh ken, when ken, kuragi, ken, ken
2: kuragi left people made the joke of no ken i'm asking you just get out of my office <laughs>
1: Mark Mark Cerny would probably do fine. Mark Cerny oh, knows yeah. that oh, good, yeah. good, good video games are
4: he, I, I yes. assume he did, he he could, but he doesn't want to. Yeah, like, no, the whole reason, the reason he's era, a
2: contractor is he doesn't want to deal with fucking corporate bullshit,
4: right? I'm I'm really really hoping somehow Shuhei Hoshida just takes over. That'd be incredible.
2: Uh, now now the dream the dream goal is <laughs> the, the moonshot <laughs> is fucking Mark Cerny taking over. <laughs> yeah. You, let me tell you. You think you think Phil Spencer's a cult of personality? Just wait. You put Mark as the CEO of PlayStation of SIE. Holy shit, that's not even to make sense anymore. The memes that come out of that. They,
4: the people are not ready for the church lady, right? To be the main to
2: character. Be, in right. Sony. <laughs> yeah, you're not ready. You're not prepared. Um, they're gonna the the memes about ears will never end.
4: <laughs> when when i got my new iphone Uh uh-huh i put in my i set up my ear pods it's like you should scan your ear i'm like mark
1: 30 are you in my house
2: (laughs) oh my god what (laughs) why did your new phone's like take pictures of your ears all right but uh yeah literally anyone would be better than jen ryan the only person who debatably wouldn't be is phil spencer and i think we're safe
4: yeah i don't think that's happening
2: Sony isn't really a corporate structure in the same way that Microsoft is. So it's not like we could get someone from the, the spreadsheets division.
4: Yeah. We've never seen them do the weird outside hire thing either. Of Like, right. oh, yeah, this guy's going to come in and take over. I mean, there's
2: a first time for everything. In fact, wait, we did have a guy over not SIE, not PlayStation, but all of Sony that was that for a little bit there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember his name. He, he was uh, the head of the make dot believe era oh yeah i don't I can't remember he was but... also some british dude if i remember correctly how no howard something i don't know anyways <laughs> you mean phil no i don't mean phil harrison phil harrison wishes he got to be Sony's ceo <laughs> right? right phil harrison is just sitting in a cut cave.
4: he's been there for over a decade
0: how long do you think jim ryan's working at meta <laughs> Oh, you know, it'd be a really weird hire from an
2: external company. Yeah. They get that guy who found a naughty dog. Who's that meta? Jason Rubin? Yeah. They get Jason Rubin to come back and be like, I'm running Sony. It's like, didn't you crash land THQ or something? That's my job. (laughs) And that's
4: when every PlayStation gamer starts sweating.
1: They're like, oh, God. Right. Oh, no. I liked seeing nah, like seeing he's going to get hot. He's going to be the head of Embracer soon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he
4: has to. He has to fulfill the prophecy. He's like, come <laughs> on. I'm so tired of finding
2: a home for these developers.
4: Um, <laughs> I lost my face.
2: Oh, well. Something about Jim, Jason Rubin. Um, Jason Rubin oh,
4: I was Rubin. like the fan response to this. I feel like has been nothing but positive. All right. Like you only see the once in a while crazy journo being like, no, Jim Ryan was important and good. It's like, no, most of the, most Sony fanboys are like, oh, thank God. I mean, the guy I was talking
2: about earlier, Mystic Ryan, uh he was the one who was being too generous to Jim, and even he was like, he's the worst CEO they've ever had.
1: And I'm like, Like, that's the generous take! Think think of it this way. Realistically, (laughs) if you play games, you probably own a Sony platform. At least Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And every single joke is, why is there so much fucking Horizon shit? Why is there so much fucking Horizon shit? Make something else, Sony. Make something else, Sony. From everybody. You have to remember that most of these people are not weird haters. They probably fucking own PlayStations.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just like, damn. You made every... Like, who were you trying to... What literally... Again, what was his plan? (laughs)
2: we I, will never he's know he's gonna make 10 times infinite money
3: with these live service <laughs> <Right>.
0: games <laughs> watch
3: 10 live like, look at the chart it's just i I've, I've drawn a dollar sign and there's an arrow and if you'll reference the arrow you'll see that it's pointed up and i have been told I, that this is how business
1: <laughs> i'm honestly wondering if there was because because the industries have like internal market research things that don't release their shit publicly you just give that shit to the ceos mm-hmm. and they get paid big bucks I'm wondering if some report didn't come in that's like, guys, you have as many people playing games as you're gonna.
2: Well, there's that angle of it. And there's the angle of, um,
1: there, there could also be the angle of like, uh, our market research says this service shit is done.
2: Right. And it clearly hasn't been if you read the fucking room, but I guess you pay these market research people, uh, millions of dollars to read the fucking room for you.
1: Right. Cause, cause like that hyenas thing. For them to cancel it now, they are conceding that the couple of months to finish it and support it for like six months, it will not even make enough money to cover that.
4: Right. Right. Um, like
1: they made the decision any more money into this will be a loss.
4: Yeah. The only recent ish mm-hmm. service game I think of that th- what saw some success is at Naraka Blade Point. I was like, yeah, that's going for a different thing it's not a shooter like it sounds like every one of these sony ones was a shooter yeah what
1: (laughs) and Fall guys did fall guys did okay but that was three years ago and now they're decapitated um
2: yeah i mean all the sony greenlit ones right like made by sony all of those yeah those all seem
1: to be shooters
4: right yeah but yeah, they're starting to think of anything that wasn't and, was successful and it probably wasn't a shooter because that's such a saturated market now.
2: And it's really funny to have fucking Bungie give the the last call on all these live service games. It's like just so you know, we're making marathon. You're literally gonna have to compete with us. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like the villain of and a showen animate. It's like, go tell the hero what you think their odds
1: are. Right. <laughs> like, I don't and I don't even know if Marathon will succeed. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I mean it has the best chance because it's made by Bungie and
2: it's based on a pre-existing name, and they did well with Destiny. I don't know that anyone else has as good a chance as Marathon.
1: If it does succeed, if it does succeed, will it be at the expense of Destiny? Like, will just a bunch of Destiny people move? I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Once again, uh, what was it—the physical boundaries of a limited universe? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, there's a thing. Um, there's a thing that Marx. Yes, I'm fucking bringing up Marx. When's the last time you saw a video game podcast start talking about fucking Marx? Um, and not kir- Kirby Marx. <laughs> uh, called diseconomies of scale, which is basically when economies of scale quit working. Oh, you're like, talking about you Karl no-
2: Marx? Okay.
1: Yes, Karl Marx you can no longer make more money by scaling up your business. Mm-hmm. And, and and Mark's even pointing out, yeah, yeah, this is going to happen. And when it starts happening, leadership will just lose their mind. They won't know what to do. Like, it'll be like, it'll be like if you woke up and fucking up was down and black was white.
2: Or, you know, the gravity of the earth stopped working and also <laughs> Sony found someone worse
4: than Jim Ryan to run things.
1: <laughs> so we're, we're at that point. Like, I, I've been very... Resistant to the idea of the second video game crash. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've expressed this multiple times live on streams on Big Think Dimension. I'm starting to come around. It seems like everybody's just marching towards a massive market, like a bunch of big publishers just go. Oh, yeah, a bunch of big publishers, sure. But
2: the, here's the thing: we have the middle tier and the low tier. Mm-hmm. The the game industry will not die but the but great will be dinosaurs that, will that be once roamed it crash right of course because if call of duty doesn't come out every year then because, the west has yeah. fallen <laughs> yes. like, the, the,
3: the biggest event plausible is just a giant top end contraction where we have entire arenas like like as you said we have this large and uh scale that just disappears
1: mm-hmm. like it'll be like we cut to microsoft
3: everybody's a skeleton
1: we cut to Sony, everything's on fire, and then we cut to Nintendo, and they're just all like hanging out. It's like something happening, huh?
4: Huh?
1: Yeah,
2: hey, that's how feel many, like how they'll be completely copies?
1: unfazed by any sort of how? giant crash. Mm-hmm. How many copies did that Princess Peach game sell? Oh, thirty-four million.
2: Oh, that's cool. I bet you guys spent a lot of money on it. Not really. Oh, that's okay.
1: I'm never I'm never going to get over how many copies Luigi's Mansion 3 has sold. Right. That's, gonna, that, that's just like a bat you can use to hit the rest of the industry forever. Like, I, any day I expect them to be like, yeah, Pikmin's 4 sold like 12 million copies. But yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, like,
2: a, a giant tier fallout of, of an order that is absolute, right? Mm-hmm. E. A. gone. Yeah. Ubisoft gone. Microsoft gone. Sony barely there. Somehow that happens. Which Microsoft being gone more likely than you think.
4: Um. I mean, pretty likely. You should probably think about it <laughs> because last <laughs> week Bill we Spencer. covered. Bill Spencer's like, I'm about to leave.
1: <laughs> <Bill>
5: Spencer,
1: <laughs> this doesn't work Bill Spencer, out. Bill Spencer literally <laughs> says, "There's a number on a whiteboard of Game Pass subs, and if we're not there by 2027, we're out."
2: That's okay, though, because I heard people tell me he definitely lied in the context of that conversation to the U.S. government. Anyway, (laughs) what I'm saying is if all of these things happen, you know what will happen with these consoles, these you know, the remaining ones, Uh is that we probably don't get a PS6 in 2028. It comes later because this thing plays everything else fine.
4: Yeah, you yeah, focus I, on cost I, reducing. Right, this. I was going to say it probably be the PS5 Slim slimmer.
2: Right, and obviously <laughs> like, by
4: that point the the Pro has been out for 4 years because I don't
2: think there's a world where next year we don't get the Pro. That would yeah. be insane. If we do not I, get a Pro by the end of next year, even though all of those leaks and everything have happened, that means people read the room. Like I was saying, it's like you're going to have to charge how much for that Pro? Yeah. These consoles are powerful. There are only a few games they don't run, and they're all shitty t- quadruple-A Western bullshit. Because even the Sony games that are quadruple-A run well. hmm Spider-Man 2 is going to have ray tracing on every
1: mode. Oh, God, Insomniac is built different. <laughs> they really <Yeah>. actually are. <laughs> but, see, I had this unbelievably hilarious timeline in my brain where it's like, Switch 2. hmm the new iPhones, people are going to want to hit those. So games aren't going to be much higher spec than those. Mm-hmm. What if the PS five pro is just the most powerful console forever? They Before. just never make a hardware, a gaming platform more powerful than the PS five pro, you know, until like 2040.
2: Yeah. If we have, if we have a, a top end developer publisher fallout, then there's no argument for a PS six At all. There's barely an argument right now. So definitely, you know, it's extended out 2030, 2032 or something. Because this would be catastrophic. And then Sony would put all their efforts into, but no, seriously, how cheap can we make this?
0: (laughs) (sighs) So anyways, thank you, Jim Ryan, for getting the fuck out. So that
2: way, we can spend a good bit of time imagining how Sony could easily fix their image, their
4: lineup, and everything else. It'd be so easy. It really would. It would. Like every every time there was an event coming up, it was like they could just open with a giant thing about PS One, uh huh, and everyone would be in. Yeah. They it, could,
1: it's, so many things get, like that. Go get that motherfucker who keeps shit posting about bloodborne and get some backwards compatibility going. <laughs> yeah. Go, go get him and say, "Here's an office and people and money." Yeah. Not it, that th- not that he really needs
2: it they it could barely take it would barely need like two months of work to get running by like him and durante or whatever all right if I, even. like
1: it's so it's so insane that he's just posting yeah i got i got this game to run at 120 yeah on the ps5 yeah i got this game to run at 120 on the ps5 yeah. go to him and say hey we'll pay you for this, and we'll sell it as a pat. We'll give it as a patch. We'll give it out as a patch. Right, because right. like, that adds value white, to the back
2: compat. Like, I, I would be so much more excited about Gravity Rush 2 if it ran at ninety frames per
4: second. That's insane. Bloodborne trends every other week, and somehow, Sony hasn't done that. Yeah,
1: I'm uh, Jim. Uh, that I'm laying that at Jim Ryan's feet. Yeah, of yeah, course. Absolutely. He must be insane. He must be. Like, oh, but Bloodborne only sold like three, four million copies. We sell twenty million copies here at Sony. Fuck that game. <laughs> never mind the fucking cultural impact it had and how excited people would be for a, a, a version that didn't have wrong frame basing so
2: yeah about how the last of us part one is also jim ryan's fault
1: yeah
4: no any reasonable ceo would have just nipped that in the $70. bud 70
2: dollars yeah you played that we saw that 70
0: dollars that's insane yeah no that
4: only hurts the image of sony
0: oh yeah like just slap out the old game
4: with a ps5 box and you can charge this like 10 bucks or something that's what people want when they play like, watch the tv show right they don't need like it's,
1: this <laughs> it's it's really hard to overstate like like the what the fuck is coming out jim ryan well, all we're going to talk about is Horizon and Naughty Dog has hurt Sony's fucking image. Because if you don't like Horizon and Naughty Dog, you fucking don't want to see those things. Like, there's not a lot of middle ground with those two, I feel like.
2: You know what's funny? Another initiative of Jim's uh, is that every studio needs to be making two games. I wonder if that's delayed any of them. Like Ghosts, even Sucker Punch is supposed to transition to be capable of making TV games. I forgot
4: about that. Yeah. like That on was paper, years that's ago. A, that's an interesting idea, but an execution may be bad. Yeah. I mean, these games are
1: I really mean, complicated
4: if, to make. Right. I mean, we're
2: it's not bad if you're things.
1: trying to expand, like if it's not like, okay, we're going to dial back how big these games need to be, split up your people, you can make two smaller scale games.
2: Right. Like a Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Mm hmm. But not like a ghost of Sushima and whatever the hell else Sucker Punch has been working on that whole time. But I mean, making more than one game at a time, even just doing pre-development on the next game while you're making a game, is healthy. Right. But we haven't seen anything come of it. And it's been long enough. Anyways. Don't listen to people in the future when they say what happened with Sony is because of COVID. That's bullshit.
0: That is COPE.
1: Oh, we got one last little piece of news. Okay. Uh, Samurai Showdown's rollback update got pushed out of this year again. Mm.
4: Mm.
0: One day we'll have Samurai Showdown with rollback. One day. <sighs> That's it. That's it. We did it. Yeah, that was a big thing to mention. Tomorrow. The Gollum pre-show. Main
2: event. The Wii Sports Olympics featuring Handsome Joe. Mm. (laughs) Featuring Wii Sports Resort. Ooh. Please be excited. Lots of channel predictions I'm feeling on this one. Probably. There's, you know, Wii Sports is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's basically as good as Red Steel 2. Yeah. Yeah. They're about as good. <laughs> Correct. I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited for Gollum. Gollum. Gollum probably won't get a full stream at any point because it's 12 hours long. And I cannot imagine that being insightful, interesting, or fun No, for the full 12 hours. So that's why it's a pre-show.
4: Very excited to see how decomposing that game is, though.
2: <laughs> Column will literally be <laughs> rotting with sores on his face, and we're like, "Oh man, this is too realistic." Agro, what do you got going on?
3: Uh, I am going to try and claw my way through Baldur's Gate three, uh, without being too much of a chump. Because man, when this when you start losing, you death spiral fast. And you know it's your fault, so you just feel sad. (laughs) (laughs) Cool.
2: Chris, what are you up to?
1: On Saturday, I'm going to stream a game code provided by Square Enix Game, uh, Infinity Strash, whatever the back half of that title is. One moment. Infinity Strash Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die. Game code provided by Square I will be playing that <laughs> as long as I can stomach because I have heard it is not very good, but we're going to see. I'll play that as long as I can stomach, and if that isn't very long, I'll do the Sonic Frontiers DLC that came out while, this was rec- while we were recording this.
2: Cool. Uh, I also have provi- been provided a game code for that game. I got it to install and had no other time because uh, Commando won the Blessed blot Bowl. Bowl. Blol. Blol. <laughs> uh So we had to watch that. So, if you're a GB Podcast patron, please look forward to Commando on Blessed Blonde sometime, sometime soonish. And um, Chris, I'll have to pass you the sound effect because uh, they, they want you to play that sound. They love that sound. <laughs> Square Enix is like, play the sound more, actually. Play it every 20 minutes. And I'm like, I, I feel like I'm not going to remember to do that exactly every 20 minutes.
1: I think it's funnier if I just imitate you, imitate the sound every
2: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Well, that's gonna do it. We will see you guys tomorrow. (sighs) But for big thing to mention, next week, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Thing to Mention, which is only possible because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to all sorts of commentary tracks for various things expected at armchair devs and gamer premonition bits, and also watch the movie Isolation 119, the story about a man who wanted a tax cut as he went to Thailand and his brother's injuring was the plot of the movie, but the brother, I don't know, it's not clear. He seems to forget what that's all about, but then he starts crushing beer cans and beating up Max. That broke. Patreon.com slash gbpodcast.